have the target? Roger that. WLVQ. WLVQ HD1 Columbus. Torg and Ellie. Are you ready to rock? Broadcasting iconic rock from the Byers Mazda Dublin studio. Visit ByersMazda.com. Rocking Central Ohio for 47 years. QFM 96, a Columbus radio room station. We are back! Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. Cake by the ocean. It's not cake by the ocean, Jerry. Gan Elliot. Hello, Jerry. Bye. Cream on the back is is just <laughs> weird. That's called a penis. You know, I want to touch a boob here. And we're the three best friends that anybody could have. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Ah, good morning. Good morning. I'm gonna have to start going to church again just because the opens. Oh, boy. They are dirty. They're naughty. They are. They I are. feel bad And inside. I apologize. Yeah. It's just my shtick. Yep. Yeah, I go Get to church. Roll. I sit there, and I think about that, and I always feel bad. We need to pick a new church when we move to Canal. It's called the, uh, yeah. it's called the Mortgage Mama. Mm. Yeah. Do what you got to do. The Lord understands, I oh, think. Of course. I hope. When it's all said and done, you're standing at the pearly gates. Yeah. Telling you, God, yes. Jesus. About that butt snuff. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, we would be letting you in, however. They got a big yellow pad. They're going through. Okay, what you see here? Millennia <laughs> in purgatory. Jerry, if there was uh, football back when Jesus was around, he'd move everything to Tuesday. That is okay. Yeah. That's the truth. Yep. Move so everything to Tuesday. When you move to Canal, you didn't what? Find a church? Yeah, you find just a said? church. Yeah. Find a, find a church. Okay. Yeah. Can I ask you, what denomination you Me? What do you do? I'm Lutheran. My wife is Catholic. Okay. Oh. My wife went to Catholic school. Okay. But some of them are too much. Some of them are good. It's hard to find a good church. A good balance between everything yeah. that you want. You want, a, you want some teachings, but yet you don't want fire and brimstone. Sometimes we went to, uh, like, when we find a church, sometimes you got to go to two or three to find the right fit. This is true. Because we had a good one. We used to go to Trinity, and Spielman would save me seats and then ask me afterwards. I'd feel really quiz uncomfortable. quiz you. Oh, he's so sick. Literally holier than thou. He'd sit in the front row. Good God. And then he'd save me seats and go, show up earlier next time. <laughs> and, wow. Uh, then, but he would sit on the rock and roll side, the more loose side. And one time we went on the hardcore Catholic side, and I walked. It was out. a Catholic church. Yeah, no. Trinity. Trinity's yeah. not Catholic. Yes, it is. It is. It's one side is hardcore, and the other side is the rock and roll side. And you know, I mean the light. They have the band play and the rock. Yeah, that's not Catholic. That's that's um, not Catholic, Doris. I'm pretty that's like Church of no, Christ Spielman's or something. No, it's, how do you know, Christy? Well, because my sisters no, go to no, a church no. that they have a band the ca- that plays. A Catholic church just says mass and you go home. There's no two sides, a music side, a rock side. That's not a Catholic church that I've ever heard of or been Well, to. you've never been there. Neither one of you been there. And but I know the is. mass. I know yeah. the religion. And they don't. we don't do that. True I'm not Catholic saying it's church. bad. I'm well, saying, they do the little wafer. Well, so, well, so, I, so I, do I, the Lutherans. You just the said you're Lutheran. Lutherans do communion, the little wafer. You mean communion, the yeah, Holy Eucharist? Yeah. yeah. And the Presbyterians do too. Hmm. Yeah, that's not a Catholic church. But, but anyway, like your point church. being, there were two sides, and he would go to one, and yeah. you went to the loose side. 
Are they, I don't know, I lost track of the story with arguing with you two. <laughs> you, All right, let's you move on. went to the traditional fire and brimstone yeah. stone side. Gotcha. And it was, uh, was it serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of times the, uh, the, the like the the collared churches, they, they still do fire and, and well, brimstone. You know, the strict Baptist. And, yes. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Well, there you go, Lola. That's our religious talk for the year, right, I so think. So are we, are we good for we today? We have done the... Have you uh, saved yourself for today, now? No, for I the think year. we may go to hell for being wrong. I think that may... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you, Jerry, you always say, like, Presbyterian, and I've been Presbyterian my whole life, it's it's... It's the very light religion. It's the, well, oh, you know. It's something. Yeah, it's something. It's exactly. Good. It's good. You know, it's you all good. Yeah. It's fellowship. It's positive. It's spiritual. Yeah, I mean, it's as screwed up as the world is and life is and hard and difficult. I don't know how people get through it without any spiritual. A, a little, a little faith. And there's a lot. Many, it's called alcohol, Jerry. Well, many, thank you. Yeah, I guess. Boy, did you see the. And social media, too. There's people on social media for the young kids. That denounce God. Like, where's the proof? There's tons of those channels on, like, TikTok and Instagram yeah, yeah, right, and Twitter. Right, right. Where they will, that they devote their time to debunk everything that you believe. And then kids don't know. And they get on the the damn phone. And then they think, well, this guy, John, John Boy, you know, Larson... Said that this and this, and then you're arguing. All the kids argument. with green hair and uh, <laughs> you know pierce pierce septums, they're telling you there's no God, so you got to go with that. Your parents tell you that, but screw them. You're 11, you know. Jerry, he has four million followers. <laughs> My, four million. Followers. They do. They'll look at followers and influence. Okay. And there's guys in the political realm that make tons of money. God, I can't remember his name. There's this young kid, and there's two brothers as well that are pretty young that get paid by the DNC, and they make tons. They're millionaires, and they're influencers, and yeah, all they do the is... the thing is big. It's big. My kid, my youngest, when he was in third grade, I said, what are you going to be when you grow up, Jake? He says, I'm going to be a YouTuber. Yeah. And I go, what's that? He goes, a YouTuber, an influencer. Yeah, that's exactly what my nephew said. Provided you're, you're delivering right product that, first and foremost can influence you just can't pick you get you have to in order for a company to pay you to influence what are you influencing no, it's, what, it's, what's the message that you're being paid for it's not how it works it's just for clicks alone no cl- you get paid for clicks on you you but get companies but it doesn't matter what companies youtube runs an algorithm where you get hits they're going to place their dynamic ads in your video it doesn't matter if you're doing video games religion politics they look at your numbers and they run dynamic ads overlapping you know when you go to youtube and there's an ad that plays during your video yeah those are placed on numbers so if you get a million hits on something youtube puts dynamic ads in, in your in, in your message yeah so where when you get paid as an influence where is that check being written uh, you get paid, they set it up through your company, you set it up when you have to have a certain amount of criteria, like 500 followers, and then they pay by Who hits. pays? YouTube pays you. you so sell, you're you're being paid by, by YouTube, YouTube because they're by, selling yes, your, the, the eyes on your message, not yes. by this one, because yes. sponsors do it as well. If yes, you're... But, 
a lady on Instagram with a million, yes, and like a she hair does, product, yes. and clothes companies yes. do it all the time. Yeah. Watch companies, yeah. shampoo companies, yeah. yeah, yeah. But these kids are just so right. young, right? Yeah, those beauty products and the girls are outrageous. Like the swimwear for the Instagram they'd be getting models. a check from Instagram yeah. and from yeah. Dove. But guys like Mr. Beast has so many hits, he doesn't have to do any of that crap because he can just do a video. And get so many likes and hits, and then the longer you watch, the more you get paid. So those okay, guys, okay. those guys get paid directly by YouTube, and it's like All they're right. crushing. And Facebook pays awesome too. Facebook and TikTok, or not TikTok, Facebook and YouTube pay great. The, I my kid has a friend, their parents, and I go, "What do they do?" And they do their travel bloggers or whatever. I forgot the term. And I go, what does that do? They go around and they film their life and they put it on YouTube and they go out to dinner and they'll do videos and that's what they do for a living. And the kids don't have a say in that. Mom and no. dad do that. So I'm in videos all over the internet. Yeah. Wow. And that's their profession. And I said, no How way. How do those kids grow? That's not healthy. I don't know. Wow. It's a new generation. That is exactly God, that a new would generation. Oh, you're on vacation. And okay, now do that. It's the, like the girl in the restaurant that can't enjoy the meal because she's yeah. shooting all her videos. Well, you imagine growing up. What do your parents do? Uh, we're yeah. influencers and we film our I mean, day I guess day. good if you can do it, right? I mean, what well, the hell? There's so much money involved what in it. Hell? Yeah. That's why they're all gravitating toward it. It's pretty easy to do. Yeah. But how many not are really ditches. making a lot of money doing that? Well, I know, like, I didn't realize the numbers you have to hit to make decent money doing this it's since I started my podcast. And, yeah, you make good You know, it takes a while to build it up. But once you build it up, yeah, it's pretty good. Guy on uh, one of the bigger... Uh, paid guys on X on Twitter is the CDR, the car dealer guy. Mm-hmm. In three years, he's got like 14 million people. Oh, Seven of lot. those 14 uh, subscribe. Yeah. And now the advertisers, he gets checks from Elon. He gets yeah. in like three or four years. He is the preeminent. Now he has a website where they hire if you're looking for a job in the industry, it's all the trends. It's all it's it's a really fascinating uh, site. There's a YouTuber I know who influence. does. He's a hunter influencing, right? And he has two pods. Hunt, hunting is big. Yes, and he does it like once every two weeks, and he does bow hunting, and he does just muzzle right gun, and his hits and the money he makes. And I'd go, no way. And then I saw the numbers, and it's like. No way a guy could just do hunting tips one a week and make that type of money. And then you look at his hits, like how much, how many people watch a video. And then, then, cause I know in my head how much you get paid per video. Like if you look on YouTube and if it gets like three to 5,000 right, right. hits, that's good. More than 5,000 is really good. And then if you consistently get that, it's like, holy crap. So that was what I said at the beginning, though. So you're imparting information that more than 5,000 people would be interested. you got to deliver something. Yes, You just day. can't be dicking around on a, in your backyard yes. as a 14-year-old and expect to. Yeah, video. You gotta, what, am I, what am I putting out there that people. Yeah, video games is big. Yeah. Video games, politics. But I would think video games, so crowded. That's probably the number one. Most crowded space. Yeah, probably. 
Because, but they have Twitch too now, and yeah, I, have, I right. don't know about Twitch. Right. I don't know how you monetize Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just like a, I was thinking of going on Twitch and just having a handle like old guy plays video games, and then try out new video games and suck at them to see if the newer generation would find that funny. If I went on like with my kids, but my kid oldest kid doesn't play video games. But if I went on with my ten year old and played a video game, I wonder if the younger generation or they'd think that's stupid. Yeah, probably be funny though. Like old guy out plays of touch, Fortnite, old guy for the first time plays Madden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of like those videos you see the guy listening to Zeppelin for the first time. Would that be something you would do for fifteen minutes of a live, or would you do it and then cut it down? To I think you got to do three a, minute clips. I think five you got to do it clips. live, and then they rewatch the yeah, videos. Yeah, you live and you post them, and then people rewatch. I them. see on uh, Instagram all the time. Uh, Vegas Matt, mm-hmm. huge influencer. Yeah, I know. I eat, drinks, him. goes yes. to concerts. Everything is for free. Every hotel on the strip for free now. But he spends $25,000 every time, $40,000 gambling, and then they show that. Well, I clicked one day uh, a couple days ago. He was live, and nothing more boring. (laughs) (laughs) Watching somebody else losing at a slot machine, and he goes for like an hour. That's amazing. But the clips that he puts out are interesting because it's always the, he's winning. It's, It's the win or it's the loss. Yeah. But to sit there and watch him do it for two, I mean, good Lord. He's got like 370,000 oh, huge. Huge. Yeah. 370, subscribers to his YouTube channel. Look at his daily hits when he does the video. His uh, He went on vacation and was talking about it in one of the videos. And people in Vegas knew where he lived. Ooh. And he went on vacation and they went in his house and got No. Like, yeah. Oh, that's not. Oh. Yeah. That's, well, that's awful. While you're, always at, a downfall. While you're you go, when you're out there, yeah, you're putting on video for yep. the world to see. I'm not here, or I am here. That's Ouch. the new way of when you know someone. You look at the obituaries, you know the family's going to be at the funeral. You go break into their house. Got to follow this guy, Jerry. Yeah, Vegas Matt's pretty good, and he explains. I was like, who is this guy, and how can he run through money like that? And then uh, the gold chain around his neck—it just screams well, douchebag to me. I know. No, no, he's not. He's playing a role. Okay, that's he's he's being. All right, so he's getting three hundred. Okay, he is getting. Oh, he's a. Uh, and there's a yeah. Okay, there's a lot of gambling uh, guys, but some are serious. Some tell you the inside secrets. He's just it's fun. Okay, so what he's doing is he's doing them every day for thirty minutes. I'm looking here. Is that what it is? Yeah. So if he went an hour or more, so they what they tell you is 45 minutes is like the perfect time. Like if you go 45 minutes or more, that's when you really start cashing in. But boy, his number of views, I mean, over 250,000 per video. I bet you he is raking in, I don't know, half a, half a, Boy, I would think he's making some serious bank yeah. on these videos. Now, he gambles with his own money, but that's all he spends. And then what he makes by po- by what we were just discussing. Yeah. What he gets paid by every social platform that he's on, plus the benefits he gets. He said his neighbor, for instance, is a member at one of the big golf clubs in Vegas and spends more a year on dues to play golf 
than he does doing this. But and this is his li- mil a month. This is his living. I don't know if he was like a financial guy yeah. before or what, but that this is that's that's his full time gig. By the number of hits, I bet you on just this platform, I bet you all his play he's probably making a quarter mil a a month. Wow. Like if you include this, Instagram, everything else. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm looking he does it Monday through Friday, which is the key, and he's putting it out every day. And every day he's got look at this video, three hundred and fifty five thousand videos. Yeah, Our views. views. Yeah. That's unreal. He's getting right, serious. Right. So if I just said three, I know what three to five thousand pays. So imagine that on a yeah, that's right. considered good if you get that every day. And he's getting two hundred fifty thousand a day. He's cashing in big time. So there's those uh, type of people. Whether it's hunting, uh, the beach lady, a lot of people go get access to. Hotels that you would never stay in because they're so expensive. Yeah. So they do the walkthrough and kind of their review. Well, the reviews are always favorable. Otherwise, the hotels wouldn't allow them give it. them access, right? Yeah. So there's a ton of that. But then the majority of Instagram, for every one of those, there's three ads. Yeah. Wow. And a lot of them are micro brands. A lot of them are, you know, watches, makeup. Clothes, Christy, a lot you, of clothes. I told Christy she should do a gal rocker gal podcast. Be yeah, a there's a, there's gal. a couple of chicks of, I know in town that are already doing that. A lot of music. Yeah, but out not there. like you, Christy. Right. Not like you. Uh, I just I just need to yeah do something about wine, wine and rock. There you go. <laughs> yes. Bourbon and Beyond tickets today. By the way, John Davidson's going to join us. Yeah, in LA, clean up, up huh, John Davidson. Let's not talk about last night's game. He's they got a, their ass kicked. A, I won't bring it nah, up. I'm not going to bring it up. My and word. Michael Evans replay next. Michael Evans report brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling. Your climate hero. Hey, good morning, Columbus. Hi, Christy. Hi, Torgy. Hi, Elliot. Hope everybody had a great President's Day off. So uh, we're starting off with something in today's report. Uh, bear with me on this. Uh, I'm going to be on the road all week long, so you'll be getting reports from different cities. And I got to thinking with people planning spring breaks and summer vacations, this list caught my eye, and I thought this might be kind of interesting to share with our listeners. The list are the five most dangerous airports in the United States. So maybe airports, our listeners and you guys might want to avoid. The five most dangerous airports in the United States are number five, San Diego International Airport. The reason? Very narrow approach, and it is directly over downtown San Diego. You know, when I was with the L.A. Dodgers, they had their own jet. I would ask to sit in the cockpit, jump seat, when landing in San Diego, when we went in to play the Padres. Because I wanted to see it for myself. Planes landing there come within, like, a couple hundred feet from the high-rise downtown buildings. Man, it is scary. Number four, most dangerous airport, Sitka Airport in Alaska. I've never been there, but you might want to avoid it, too. Number three most dangerous airport, Midway Airport on Chicago's south side. The FAA says short, crisscrossing runways, short, slippery runways, heavy traffic are the problem. Look, if I'm going to Chicago, I'm going to fly to O'Hare. I'm not flying into Midway. I've done that before. No need. Number two most dangerous airport in the United States, John Wayne Airport, Orange County, California. FAA says 
being too close to residential area calls for steeper approach and takeoffs. Also, a lot of private aircraft and commercial aircraft use that airport. On December 15, 1993, Rich Snyder, the creator and owner of In-N-Out Burgers, was landing his small plane and following a 757 commercial jet and neither didn't hear or didn't follow the air traffic controller's warning when he said, warning, warning, caution, wake turbulence, you are falling a 757 on final. Well, Rich's plane got too close on that final approach, and the turbulence of the 757 flipped his small plane. It crashed, killing him and two other passengers aboard. I guess the taxiways and the runways must be a little confusing to John Wayne. Do you remember, guys, back on February 13, 2017, Harrison Ford was landing at John Wayne? But he didn't land on a runway. He landed on a taxiway. Well, that's not good. Uh, number one most dangerous airport in the United States is Aspen, Colorado. They say weather changes in minutes, very short runways and takeoffs and landings, sometimes in opposite directions. That is very strange. I'm on the road. Tomorrow's report will come from St. Louis, Missouri. Have a great day. Talk to you then. Mike Evans, see ya. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered and staff for nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Sunshine today, 61 your high. Clouds, chance of showers and thunderstorms overnight, a low 43. Showers with a possible thunderstorm for your Thursday and a high 61. It is 29 right now. Demeaning, degrading, sexist, offensive comments and conduct Creating a working environment that was likened to a frat house. No, not the Torkin Elliott show. How about Hawking County Prosecutor Ryan Black? A federal lawsuit was filed against Hawking County and Black by two former employees of the prosecutor's office. So in the suit that was filed, allegations include, this is what the allegations are against the prosecutor, bragging about sexual affairs that he was that he had or was having. He referred to a couch in his office as the porn couch sent uh, several shirtless selfies to multiple female colleagues, just to name a few. The two women say they complained to their superiors about Black's behavior, but nothing was done. Both claim they were forced out of their jobs in retaliation for their complaints. I send uh, shirtless selfies to Stacy down the hall every Friday. <laughs> yeah. Every fr- It's a Friday thing we it's do. something you do, just yeah. between you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Haley came at Donald Trump with her strongest attack to date, saying, I have no fear of Trump's retribution. I'm not looking for anything from him. Speaking at a private event in Greenville. Was she um, with Liz Cheney? Because that's where her career is going, right? Yeah. Her and Liz Cheney can do commiserate. You know what, though? I bet you. We're going to go on a gallantation. See, Trump doesn't get any money unless he's the nominee. Nominee. And as long as she's in the race, he's not the nominee. Oh, God, So she's there. The RNC can't pay him any Give yeah, him yeah. rolling yet because she's in the race. Yeah, yeah. That's why she's staying. Yeah, she doubled down on her intention yeah. to stay in the race until the very bitter end. Uh, went on to mock the former president's legal woes, calling him unstable and unhinged and obsessed with his own demons. She's currently running well behind Trump in her own home state of South Carolina. Uh, forget about drive through restaurants. McDonald's in Sweden is now offering patrons the option of a ski through window. What could go wrong here? 
Mixki, which is located in the resort town of Ceylon, uh, has gone viral thanks to foreign visitors, mostly Americans, sharing videos on TikTok. The restaurant does have a full menu in addition to a McCafe where hot chocolate and warm Swedish cinnamon buns warm the hearts and hands of those who decide to ski on in. QFN 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic accident free moving up to speed on this Wednesday morning. And that's traffic. The Hot Five with Torg and Elliot. Cranked up by Sugar and Shannara accident attorneys. We go to war for you at warforyou.com. All right, here's. Here's your hot five audio cuts today. Do you guys know who Pastor Bob is? Pastor, Have you heard of Pastor Bob? Uh, Bob Joyce? Bob Joyce. How did you know Pastor Bob, Jerry? Oh, this is a famous story. This guy, this they've been rumoring this Elvis. for years. Yes. Christy, you know who Pastor Bob is? Doesn't he isn't he the one that kind of looks like a Kenny Kenny Rogers? Yes. Okay. No, he looks like Elvis. He looks well, well Elvis and yeah. yeah, it's it's creepy how similar they are. It's the Household Faith Church in Benton, Arkansas. So let's listen to a little Bob Joyce, who they say sounds just like Elvis. So far from glory came to dwell. There's no question. Now, the th- what? what is the theory that Elvis faked his death to get out of the spotlight? Yes. And that he became a pastor. surfaced years later as a pastor with the white beard. Yes. And oh, come on. Yeah. That Bob Joyce is actually Elvis. Yes. And the ages do kind of match up. Elvis would have been 89. Yeah. Bob Joyce looks a little younger than that, but once you hit over 80, I mean, could hey, not to bang on him, but he's he's the front and center. Could you tell if Biden's 80 or 90? I couldn't. No, I can't. No, I no, couldn't. no, no. Yeah. Right. I mean, I just couldn't. Right, right. So with Bob Joyce, it's hard. Like, if you looked at Bob Joyce, you'd say, is he 80? Is he Then there was, uh, there was a, a, a parallel theory to that, that that's not Elvis. That's his twin brother, Jesse, who supposedly died died at birth. birth. But that he didn't die because they took Pastor Bob's DNA, and he is a Presley. God, yeah, okay. But I I don't believe (laughs) that. Yeah. Okay. And he buys, Pastor Bob sells it, too. Yes. He really was a few years ago. Yes, he He does. He was, like, singing Elvis songs, and I mean, really doing it. Well, a lot of conspiracies popped up on my phone because of you, and that'll be my, yeah, my yeah, tease to my number yeah. three. Pastor Bob Joyce is 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 a good one. Yeah. And Elvis, there's no shortage of Elvis theories. All right, clip number two, we'll keep it in music. Why not? Sammy Hagar talked about being part of the Rock Legends cruise this summer and one worry that he had. They give me the center cabin. And it's centrally located, so you're kind of almost like in a gyroscope, you know? You're on one end or one side or one or the other. You get all the movement. And also, you know, those ships are really smooth. I, I, I didn't get sick at all last time. I was in my head. I was worried the whole time. But I yeah. never, ever got really seasick. There was a moments when I felt, let me off this ship. What I love about doing those cruises is that 
first of all, all the other bands there, you know, having Billy Gibbons on there. I mean, come on, you know, Rick Springfield's on there. I mean, all my buddies, you know, I mean, we're going to have fun. But is that you don't have to pack up your bags and go to the next town, man. You know, just go back to your room, go to sleep, wake up, go play again. It's like a residency in Vegas for the same people all the time. But they do a good job with those things. I, I enjoyed the first one. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, but I had to do it and see if I was going to dig it. I like cruises. Uh, yeah, a lot of people do. You know what? Uh, years ago when I was still doing stand-up, the, uh, the cruise ship guys, it, it was not a good look. Like, it wasn't good for your career. Yeah. If you did cruise ships and you had that on your bio, uh, you were labeled that well, he's a cruise ship comic. And it wasn't in a favorable way. Ah, yeah. Today, I think that's completely changed. Because what's wrong? I mean, it's it's great pay. Yeah, it's good pay. They take care of you. You have one of the best suites on the ship while you're there. Yeah, I think I, I think they're pretty good. My buddy does a lot of them. Yeah. Like a yeah. lot of them. Cut number three. We were talking yesterday. Jerry, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so okay. tell everybody what you said about the moon landing, about the camera. You had doubts about well, the Well, we were just landing. talking conspiracies. That's yeah. a, that's It's not mine. Yeah. But it's... A lot of people think that it was faked. It was done on a soundstage in Hollywood to get to pull America together post-Vietnam or during Vietnam. Everything was fracturing. Well, if we could land on the moon, that'll bring everyone together. And you wanted to know and who the, was holding the camera, right? The No, I said, well, one of the, uh, the questions that you see is the capsule on the moon. And when he steps out, that's man's first step. On the moon. Yeah. But it's taken the shot of the video of that's taken like 50 feet away. So who was holding that camera? The key grip. The key grip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this popped up on my uh, TikTok algorithm. Okay. And his name is Dr. Stephen Greer. He's the Dr. founder Stephen of CSETI. And he was on Logan Paul. You know who Logan Paul is? Yeah. One of the biggest influencers on the planet. So he, land he was on Logan Paul's podcast and mentioned this about the moon landing. When we landed on the moon, there was a, around that crater above where we landed, uh, there were multiple ET craft that were just hovering there watching. Yo, and that is true. That's 100%. The Apollo mission was a militarized operation competing with the Soviet Union. And the space program ostensibly was really a proxy for the Cold War. That's the truth. So you're yeah. telling me when Buzz Aldrin stepped on the moon, he saw five extraterrestrial aircrafts. More than that. He knew beforehand. Well, you can do what? Have you seen the picture they, they, of them at the press conference when they got back? Mm -hmm. they, you can tell. They're just like, yo, this... like We're freaked out. We're freaked yeah, out. Yeah, we yeah, want to yeah, yeah. say something. So I invited Neil Armstrong to the Disclosure Project event at the National Press Club, and his really good friend of his who was on my team said he was informed that he, his wife, his kids, and his grandkids would all be killed if he did that. I mean, imagine the like, stress these guys are under. They've yeah. seen amazing stuff. I mean, you know, I've worked with hundreds of these men and women who've been in these projects, and they have a kind of PTSD. Yeah, fascinating, huh? That's another theory of the moon landing. That they saw something that they weren't uh, Well, this guy claims that he has talked to Congress, and he claims that all of the people involved in these projects have been threatened. Like, we'll not only take out you, but we'll take out your children and your grandchildren that's what this guy claims uh, yeah yeah that they know tons of and there's tons of he talks about tons of stuff in the podcast look up i believe it was uh buzz aldrin talking to a child like a 12 year old and he says we never landed on the moon 
Buzz himself. Now, he's old. He was, you know. Yeah. He was in kind of a bad way. But then why would he do it all his life and then finally... Because he's dying and he has nothing to lose. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. All right. What was his name? Dr. Stephen Greer. Greer. I'm going to look him up along with Pastor Bob Jordan. I've got some stuff to do today. Yes. All right. Back in 2012, Glenn Fry, the late, great Glenn Fry, broke down the lyrics to Hotel California for Hollywood Access. Access. Colitis is the top of the marijuana plant. The very tip is called Little Tails. That's colitas. So it was our secret way of saying the guy was lighting up. She likes Rodeo Drive. She likes the nice things in life, the really nice things. We're prisoners of paradise, you know? I mean, how many Hollywood stars have tried to leave Hollywood only to leave and come back? Ah, wow. Glenn Fry breaking it down. I like it. Wow. I watched that four-hour Eagles documentary over the weekend. Hell and it Freezes was, Over? Uh, no, that wasn't the Hell Freezes Over. It was the History of the Eagles. Four-hour documentary that was excellent. Wow. I thought that was Hell Freezes Over. That, well, the tour was called. The, the, no, no, they did a documentary, too. Yeah, but that oh, was... by the same name? By the same name, but yeah, yeah but this, uh, this was the... Hit, I mean, totally going back to the, you know, 50s. How they, how yeah. they all grew up and everything else. That's why. Now, locally, long. the Hell Freezes Over at Polaris, would, they said that was the busiest, the biggest, the largest crowds ever at Polaris. Really? Was the Hell Freezes Over. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I think they did what, Christy? Three nights? They did, and that was the beginning. Three consecutive nights. They did like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday or something. That, like that. was the beginning of the outrageous ticket prices was that tour. Yes. That was the very beginning. Like 150 bucks, people were back then, losing yes, their mind. Exactly. Now, 150 bucks is a bargain. Yeah, yeah. I remember 75 bucks, and I'm like, 75 Five bucks. Right. What? <laughs> I saw Van Halen and Hair Arena for eight dollars and fifty cents. There you go. <laughs> I can't hear a word you're saying. <laughs> Cut number five. Uh, last week, the Buckeyes hired former Buckeye James Laurinaitis as their linebacker coach, and yesterday they let him speak to the media. The coaches that I played for, Luke Fickle, Jim Tressel, Steve Spagnola, the Chiefs, they were all great developers of men as well, and probably the three most impactful men in my life outside of my father. So the thought that I could hopefully be that to somebody else, I think is what gets me up every morning. You know, And I tell a lot of these recruits, like, yes, I want to be there with you in the green room when Goodell calls your name, right? Like that's a lot of these kids want to get developed. But I also hope that these men call me when they decide to get engaged someday or get married and they're like, hey, coach, I want you there. Because that's the kind of relationship that I had with Luke Fickle. Um, that's the kind of relationship I had with Spags is that they were, it was more than just ball. And so I think that's why I wake up and I attack it every day. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't James it funny Williams? how Trestle, when he recruited, and I know this because I'm buddies with a lot of his former players, Trestle would come into your living room and tell your parents, Hey, we're going to win football games, but I'm going to help him be a better man. 
And that was kind of one of his pitches. I will take care of your son, and I'll make sure he becomes a good man. Don't you think every coach says that? No, I think Urban no. laid down championship rings and said, you want to win a championship well, and Urban, go to the NFL? Yeah, he's the outlier. But it's funny right. how... We're going to make your boy a man. Yeah. We're going to make... Yeah. But it's funny how Trestle did it one way. Yeah. I'm going to care and love you. And, and not saying Urban didn't say that, but Urban then puts down the rings and says... You want to win championships in the NF? Two completely different ways, but yet they both worked. Both successful. Yes. Yeah. But Tress, is, Tress, you talk to a former player, they will tell you to this day, they will get a text on their birthday from Jim Tressel. Doesn't matter if it was his first team or his last team. That's or, wonderful. Yeah, they yeah, all get yeah. it, man. And that is your Hot 5. From your Kemba Financial Credit Union Traffic Center, disabled vehicle, right berm, 71 South. This is near East Broad Street, so careful from 670 and the Spring Street exits. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza. Check out their new menu items like pasta from verde, lasagna, chicken cutlet sandwich, and more. Visit them today on on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. Well, the head honchos of the college football playoff unanimously approved a system for the 12-team playoff tournament that we will, of course, be seeing this season. Uh, they're calling it 5 plus 7. So the five highest-ranked conference champions are getting in, and that pretty much means playoff spots for the champs of the Big Four conferences, SEC, Big 12, Big 10, ACC. One more champion from the American Athletic Conference, Conference USA, Mountain West, Sunbelt, or Mid-American Conference, they will also get an invite, so that means it's going to be a mad dash to get one of the remaining seven slots. News. It, it's so stupid. Is You could have, like, Liberty rank 25th, and they get a five seat. Yeah. It is so... Why are even these guys from the Sunbelt... All American. Why are they even in the meetings or in the conversation? Like I saw this yesterday in the committee. All these conferences are having a say. Screw them. The Sun Belt and the <laughs> Mountain West. You don't matter. Why do you have a place? At I the thought table? it was just the conference champions from the top. They ch- had to change it because the Pac-12 is no longer around. It's the Pac-2. It's a, okay. So they had to change it because everybody left. And the from, Sun Belt gets consideration. No, no, it's, it's, it's still got to be a top 12 team. No. It's, They're calling it 5 plus let 7. Me, I, Christy, I know it okay. so I can explain it to them. Five there's plus seven. These, yep. So there's four big conferences. Correct. Then you have all these little small ones like the Sun Belt, Mountain West, uh, American, all this crap. So they get the best team out of all those, like San Jose State's Liberty, San all Diego guys. State, Boise. Uh, no, Boise is in a conference, I believe. Maybe not. Um, but they, the best of that. So I'm using Liberty because they're like the best of the. Group that or USF because even like uh, SMU joined a conference. Remember when Central Florida or whatever? Yeah, but a few I think they joined ago. a conference. Now. Okay, all right. That team then, if even if they're ranked thirtieth in the country to their ratings, would get the number five seed and get a bye because they would be considered the best of the at large of all those six little crappy conferences. Okay, like the MAC. If they decide well, someone's living shit. in March Madness, <laughs> so they get knocked out in the first game and you move on. I know, I mean, but but you get a bye. And then a home game. I mean, it just doesn't make you know. Why does this? Uh, and then the 12th seed is going to get an automatic win. So the worst seed is going to get an automatic win every single year. Does uh, Notre Dame get screwed on this? No, well, it depends on if you're a Notre Dame fan because, because they could be top ten in the country and not be in. The, they wouldn't. Although the beauty is Notre Dame never has to play a title game. Exactly. Well, they never do anyway. Right. So they don't have to play a title game. So that's one last game for Notre Dame to have to go through that 
Big Ten SEC yeah. teams all have to go through. If there's 12 teams, I would predict seven of them are going to be SEC but teams. But they'll never buy, They'll never get a bye either, though. Notre Dame cannot get a bye. They can't qualify. Since they don't play in a conference championship right. game, they'll never get a bye, right. right? And so you can look at it that way or look at it the way you are, that they'll always get in. And, yeah, there's no – part of that, too, is you're right. There's no uh, agreement that you have to take four teams from – the Big Ten, and no, you can no, take no, whatever, right, whatever they right, want now right. at large. Because it's still going to be up to a committee. Yes. So it could be four SEC yeah. teams and three Big Ten teams, and everybody else is screwed. Or two and four. It'll be the same argument we've always had. It'll only be now who finishes 13th yes. out of the mix. Yes. Yeah, who misses? And then there's Liberty, ranked 32nd <laughs> with a first-round bye. Right. So stupid. So all these playoff games, these 12, that'll be what, four games? To get to the title, four playoff games, and and a title game, five. Yeah, they'll if you're, be playing if you're a like conference February, champion, like late January. So those won't be bowls. Then. Yeah, they are. The six New Year's bowls will get the second round. Oh, games. okay, second round game, and then the tra- right. then the championship would be just the standalone sure, championship. Okay. So they get yep. the bowls involved. Yep, yep, yep. And one point three billion dollars ESPN's paying a year just for the playoffs. One point three just for all those playoff <sighs> games. One point three billion. That's why they're getting all the SEC teams in because ESPN has the SEC rights. Yeah, there you go. So they can get all their teams in, and then two Big Ten teams. Here's Billy Idol. The clock is ticking on our house band contest because we're looking for the best cover bands in Central Ohio. If your band has what it takes, and there's a lot of great ones, man. Christy's up on the scene. She's out there every weekend seeing these bands. Sign up now, QFM96.com. Your band could be one of four to perform live Thursday, March the 7th. Going to be a great night at Leon's Live in Marysville. We want you out there for that. This year's house band going to walk away with $1,500 to spend at Music Around, bookings at our events, full year promotional package on our website. And I tell you what, all the winners, their band is next level. Charge more, better gigs. Agree. Yep. It just changes your world. When it comes to your band, cranked up by One Opportunity Records, Music Around, Dream Seats, your total ticket source, rules, and send your submission by the 22nd, QFM96.com. And folks, if you got a band or know of a band, you're going to pass this information on. We're not looking for screaming metal or R&B. Listen to QFM. Spend 10 minutes listening to us. Our songs, our music. Well, you don't know by now. Yeah. Well, you know <laughs> I what? Doubt Jerry, you had ten you talk- minutes of listening is going to change anything. Have you talk to the boss about the <laughs> submissions we're getting. That's because we're at somebody says, "Hey, they're doing that." That's the what answer. I said. People don't know. Yeah. Saying, yeah. "Listen," and then you'll right. know if you're telling someone. Right. Woofda. Yeah. No one. Ah, if you're, the screaming guy in the mic. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think we want as our house band someone. It's the leader no. of a band that doesn't know who we are after yeah. 48 years. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. The Mary J. Blige cover band? No. No. no that no. will not be happening. Oh. Now, uh, the city of Columbus I saw yesterday, and I'm trying to find the story, Christy, but they need your help, our help. Okay. The city of Andy, Columbus. Mayor Andy. Mayor Andy is uh, heading up a couple of public forums. Okay. And they want ideas and suggestions as to what to do with the Christopher Columbus statue they took down. Oh. They don't know what to do. away somewhere? Do we know where it's uh, been sitting all this time? Where is it? Did they, they sell it off for parts? No, they <laughs> they have it, and they want to know what 
well, what should we do with this? Ooh, and they're yes. having two uh, meetings. One, uh, the second one is in March at Columbus State. And the first one, I don't have the story in front of me, but Christy, it was either in 614 now or CBUS today. Well, shoot us a text on the Grismer Tire text line as well. I would take it. I would put it in uh, the backyard. I would put it in the backyard, but I think a lot of people are gonna, going to bid on this. It's called the Reimagining Columbus Project, yes. and, and it's like four years in the making. What do you put in that space that Chris Columbus occupied previously? Oh, all those years. It's the city, right? So something. Uh, the city wants to know what to put in the vacated space and what to do with the old statue. A non-binary sculpture. You put St. George Floyd up, don't you? That's when it came down. Summer of 20, 21, whatever that was. You know, in a city, if a mayor would be smart, right, he would ask Mayor Andy, uh, like, hey, let's just take a random city, right? And then you say, hey, we'll put that on our most prominent park. And then have a mayor want it in his park. Yeah, but most cities take all that down out of their park. They that's do? why they all came. Yeah, all yeah, the Civil all War guys, everything came down. There's no right after 2020. Yeah, no Sid, there'd be controversy no matter who took that and put that up public. Really? Yeah, I think you got to sell it to a private business. You got a guy that owns a uh, you know Leon's Live buys that and puts that in puts there. Puts a Columbus statue in front of. Well, Leon. whatever yeah, it gets really people cool. gets people talking. <laughs> you put it in the corner of your bar, but the thing must weigh. I mean, there has to be tonnage involved, right? And it's got to be. I yeah. don't know how tall it is. Maybe that's included in the price. Riddle me this, then. If it's so offensive, change the name of your city. If it's so offensive that you can't have a statue of Columbus, why are you named Columbus? Yeah. Do you have if it's uh, that offensive? Someone walks into Columbus and they're in their Christy. Triggered. Do, you, do you have Mayor Andy's quote on the reimagining of the space? Uh, oh, it, it, what we want to present to the world. We are so soft as a, a this, just, uh, Okay, yeah, this no is an opportunity to tell the truth about Columbus the man. Everybody knows the truth. Yeah. Rediscover how we can portray the spirit of the Columbus community to the world. Are they going to try to eliminate the, the b- bottom line about history is you can go back to the Vikings. They had slaves. You go back in Jesus's days; they had slaves. Moses, Moses's people were slaves, correct? Right? I mean, read the Bible. So I, we're so we're pointing like Columbus had slaves and did awful things. People did awful things. But we're wars. keeping the name. Change the yeah. name of the damn city. Change it then. If it was so offensive, yeah, they to did. the point where you got to move a statue that had been there how long? Yeah. Why do we act like because we have a more civilized civilization in 2024 that people in the 1600s, 1500s, way back in, before that should live by the same standards that we did when it was a different world out there? We don't know what it was like living that that way. Yeah. So why are we pretending to like mask it and change everything? Now, That's Tor- the way it was. You know of the you know the statue, what it looks like, right? Yes. You've been down there, right? In front of uh, City Hall. Yep. And I bet when you when it's off its base, it's not that big. You'd buy it. Did they take it? They didn't take it off the base, though, did they? Yeah, they took the statue okay, down, and now was... the base is sitting there empty. Oh, they want to know what else they can. Gotcha. They'll, they'll put some uh, modern sculpture there that. Andy will that's all inclusion and yeah. you know, you guys said a nine binary sculpture. It'll be a stainless rainbow something, unicorn horn or 
in the wind. I'd like that. You know how art works, right? Yeah. But that Columbus statue, I bet it's it's probably floor to ceiling in this studio. Or it might be bigger than that. Yeah. See, I think a mayor will have some 12 balls foot, and... you think? 14 feet? But when you stood on the street level and you looked up, it was huge. But I think there was a, a lot of that was the base. Yeah. What are they doing? They're putting all the uh, southern statues kind of like in a warehouse, aren't they? Like in different cities like Richmond. New York City's and- gotten rid of everything. Jefferson, uh, everyone's gone. Have they- Washington, yeah. Then why do they have like at Jefferson's house in um, Charlottesville? Yep, Charlottesville. Yeah. Why do they even have tours then? I don't know. Maybe why they are you, uh, Why are you yeah, doing that yeah, stuff? Right. Why are you touring Washington's house then? If because one of the, the people that give the tours honor him. They're not the ones that what I know, think no, his just, statue just, should be taken I'm just down. Saying, yeah. I'm just saying. The statue, right. by the way, 20 feet tall. 20 feet? Yeah, that's big. Uh, yeah. That's a big 20 one. foot statue. I can't imagine what that thing was. Well, remember when they took it down? It was a, yeah. That was a substantial crane. They, they had cranes and ropes yeah. and ties and I everything else. I think it's else. sitting over in a back room at Columbus State or something, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they throw them in like warehouses, don't they? But yeah, you would think, or you know what would be brilliant is, I don't know, the Germains, Wahlberg. Somebody put that in front of your dealership. I don't know if you want that, though, do you? Then you're telling people don't, like, if you're offended by that, don't buy my product. Runs the risk of having paint cans thrown Yeah, I guess you want to sell cars to 100% of the people, not 50%. Yes. If if it indeed is 50-50. Yeah. I would say the people that got it torn down are in, like, the 20 percentile. People are asking us history questions on the Grismer Tire text line. Uh, Have you heard the show, people? (laughs) Yeah. We can give you what we think. I laughed all the way home yesterday. We were everywhere. Everywhere. God, we were yesterday. It was just so ADHD scattered. We had more damn weird conversations yesterday. I loved it. But that's what makes it fun. Yeah, I laughed all the way home. I just shook my head. By the way, the majority of people are just saying, put it, put the damn thing backwards. That's what I'm saying. So if you had a car dealership, yeah. Yeah. You might lose that 20%. Wouldn't buy a car from you, but it'd be a conversation starter, that's for sure. Yes. Or just open a restaurant called Christopher's and set it out front. I mean, because that thing's a beacon. By the way, why? Although are, I bet yeah. you would you would be inviting trouble as far as vandalism, people painting it. Yeah. Uh, here's That's what one. I'm saying, yeah, throwing yeah. The paint cans right, out. Here's right. a great one from John from Alexandria. I think we have a winner. If I just had a random prize, I would give John a prize right now. Okay. John says, the way we are heading, put up a statue of Dylan Mulvaney. Uh. <laughs> ah, yeah, Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> Holding a Bud Light. Holding a Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered, and staffed for nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Sunshine today, high 61, clouds, chance of showers and thunderstorms overnight. A low 43 and showers with a possible thunderstorm for Thursday and a high 61. It's 29 right now. Uh, QFM 96 Kemba, financial credit union traffic. Accident blocking 33 West right before Post Road 161. Expect delays from 270. Some cheap trick, uh, or actually laughter coming up after Cheap Trick, QFM 96. Dorg and 
Elliott, QFM 96. President of Hockey Operations for the Blue Jackets, Sean Davidson, coming your way in about seven minutes. And at the top of the hour, I hate to tease, but Jerry, you like scams? I got a scam where two guys pulled off this scam forever, and they made $2.2 million, and you could do it at home. And it doesn't involve involve robocalling. It has nothing to do with that or doing anything about sending emails or ripping anyone while you're ripping someone off, but it's not a fellow man. $2.2 million. I see all those quick. Get rich quick stuff online all the time. Well, this is a scam, well, though. You get in trouble for scam- this. Oh, yeah. you will get in trouble oh, for this. Oh, yeah. All I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do a little laughter here. Uh, old friend of the show here is comedian Eric Griffin. Now, the reason why you get scared is because we know something is about to happen. They should know something is about to happen. And they're acting in a manner in which nothing is about to happen. You know what I'm saying? Listen. We're at an advantage, though. We're at an advantage because what's the tip that something is about to happen? The music. That sustained string. You're like, something's going to happen. We need that in real life. That'd be awesome. You know, you're walking in a parking lot late at night. Who out here? I need some crazy chicks. They go, hi, I'm Samantha. Yeah, I got I got to actually go, Samantha. <laughs> Funny thing is, women wouldn't even listen to the noise. You know how y'all are. Be, so you live with your mother? I can't. <laughs> You're between. Jo- this noise is so loud. I can't even. <laughs> y'all make bad decisions. Um. Rock and Bowl is back for 2024 at the Columbus Square Bowling Palace. Saturday, February 24th. Join Torgan Elliott, Christy Kemper, Dave Mann, and me, Arch Madness, for a day of rock and roll and bowling with proceeds benefiting the Center for Family Safety and Healing and the Lawyers for Kids program at Nationwide Children's Hospital. Ask your family, friends, and co-workers to join the fun while making a difference in the lives of others. Don't wait, donate, or register your team of bowlers now at QFM96.com. Torg and Elliot, QFM 96. Let's talk to President of Hockey Operations of the Blue Jackets, John Davidson. He's on the road again. Oh, John, how are you? Good morning, sir. Hi there. How are you guys? We're good. They don't don't have you bunking with Rimmer or anything, do they? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I went out to dinner with Rimmer the other night in Los Angeles, and I quite enjoyed it. uh, Well, you paid. He can can tell stories. Oh, I paid, yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah, uh, I I have a nickname for Rimmer. I call him T-Rex because his arms can't reach the check. (laughs) Yeah, the old alligator arms. Oh, uh, yeah. He's... uh, He's, uh, I, yeah, I paid, and then I, he got the receipt, so well. <laughs> yeah. He has this skill of going to the restroom right when the check shows up. <laughs> uh, he's good. But I'll tell you what, seriously, I don't mind paying because he's worth the, worth the entertainment. He's funny. Yeah. Hey, he be a blast. Is, when was the last time you were, because of back issues, you haven't been able to, you know, go out yeah. with the team on the road? When was the last time you've been on a road trip with the team? Late November. I had surgery with Dr. Baltershot. Uh, December 6th, I think it was. And then, uh, it was tough. This one was tough. This is my third back operation. This is, uh, the second major one. And, uh, but I'm good now. I'm good now. It's been a long grind. It's coming along. I got to be careful still, but, uh, 
I'm excited to be back and on the road for sure. Yeah, and, and speaking of tough, last week, uh, boy, that had to be a tough call. Yarmo, uh, good soldier, been with the uh, you know the the franchise for so long. Um, that had to be a tough week for you. Yeah, it was. It, it took a lot of forethought and uh, working with Mike Priest, who I report to with the Blue Jackets. We decided that we're just going to turn the page. Um, had Yarmo come over to my home with Mike and myself, and we talked about it. And uh, I tell you one thing about Yarmo is things sometimes in this business, and he had a long run here. Things go well, things don't go as well. But he is one tough guy. He's a classy guy. He said uh, having that job was eleven best years of his life. He appreciated the opportunity, and uh, and he's gonna you know just move on. And he was just top shelf about everything. So that uh, that was good to hear our our families know each other very well we've seen his girls grow up that type of, there's a human side to all this sure and uh, but there's reality too so we we made the change and we're we're just uh, going forward yeah throughout the 11 years he's been on our show he's been a great guest i mean he's fun yeah he can laugh at stuff so i've always thought yarmo's a, just a very classy guy but was part of the decision so you know trade deadlines coming up in a couple weeks was part yeah. of the decision like, hey, if we're going to move on from this GM, you don't want a guy making decisions for the team who's not going to be here next year. You know uh, what I mean? I think that's yeah, I think that's fair to say. March eighth is the deadline, and we're we're not in a in a crazy position this year where there's going to be a lot of major stuff done. There'll be some things taken care of, but uh, but uh, yeah, we felt that it's probably best to do it now, give Yarmo a chance to get some air and breathe a little bit, and. Uh, and then us to go forward, and not only with the trade deadline on the 8th of March, but also uh, start the search for a replacement. It's very critical for us to get somebody that we, uh, we're going to be happy with. And I will say, frankly, um, this, this is the only job available right now. There might be more as the season winds down, but as far as general managers go, but uh, there's a ton of interest, and I mean a ton of interest. I think, I think most people out there want a GM's job, and they want a job where it's a, it's a good situation with with real good ownership and also a, a base that the club already has in place, uh, in particular with our young players. So, it's if somebody comes in here, it's not you're not staring at it and saying, "Oh, this is going to be a total yeah. total job." I I don't know. It's uh, it's the other way around. We've had a lot of real good interest. So, John, you're a great great goalie. Great broadcaster. I don't think people realize how good of a Hall of Fame broadcaster you are. And you are, you've had success in front offices in the NHL. But that being said, if you worried, like, hey, am I safe here? I, don't, I think you are, but have you ever worried about it? Well, no, I don't worry about it. Listen, I've, I've been around so long. This is my 50th year in the NHL, whether I was a player, a broadcaster, part of management. I don't even spend eight seconds worrying about that. If, if Mike Priest and the ownership felt that they wanted to make a change with myself, Come talk to me, and we'll talk about it. It's pretty simple. I, 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 uh, I'm all in here in in uh, in Columbus, all in. I'm uh, I'm excited about our our future as a club, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna just keep going here. So if if uh, if anybody um, wants to come and talk to me about it, please do. I have no no issues, no worries, none whatsoever. Now, if I was much 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 younger, I might have some sure. Time. But uh, that's natural with anybody, but I don't have any worries whatsoever.
Hey, and I know you're busy in the mornings. You probably don't hear a lot, but we've had in studio, I don't know how many times over since. He lives down the block. Eric Cabranson, he lives real close to the state. He comes in, oh, cool. sits sits cool. down. We talk music. He plays games <laughs> with us. How important is, is uh, Cabranson to this team? Because, yeah. boy, is he a wonderful guy. Yeah, he is. He, he's really settled in when he first came. He here, loves it here. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, that's. That that's what I like to hear. He's um, he he has been very consistent this season. He, our team does not get pushed around with Eric in the lineup along with Olivier, and and uh, and he's consistent. He's become a leader, um, and it's it's been a a situation where that has evolved, and I think a lot of it has to do with how much he does like it here. He's trying to work with young guys, and he's trying to play his game. So uh, you know, I when we we're in hotels, we're on buses, we're on aircrafts. Uh, sometimes some of the young players walk by management and they're staring at their shoes, a little introverted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which uh, I was when I was a rookie. But with uh, with some of the other guys that are really comfortable in their own skin, have experience, it, it's great to just chat with. Uh, uh, it, it's fun. It's I enjoy it. And Eric's one of those guys. He's he's a he's a good soldier for us. He's a He's uh, really enjoying life in Columbus. It's all good. All good. Hey, J.D., I have to defend Yarmo on something, and I think you would agree, because yeah. you've had a lot of third-period collapses this year, and Yarmo's, yeah. Yarmo's not on the ice for those. So, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. but realistically, it's the tough part yeah. of this business where, let's say, 75% of those don't happen. Yarmo's probably still employed right now. It's just... Yeah, there's a, a good chance, yeah, but... But uh, and I agree with that. Our third periods over the last little while have been a whole lot better, a whole lot better. And we're trying to drill down to figure out why that was. Was it uh, too many guys with rust coming off injuries from last year? Was it inexperience? Was it uh, a system of play where we on our heels too much instead of trying uh, trying to worry about not losing, trying to go out and win type of thing? I will say, and I know it's it's it's. It's uh, it's late, no question about it, but at least I'm seeing better third periods from our club. You know, our, our club all year long, uh, the third periods have been the most disastrous part along with a couple of those stretches early, but we compete, and and we're, we're a tight team. I, I will say that we haven't heard cracks about guys mad at this player or that player or the coach or whatever it is. So at, at least we have some salvation with we're getting better, we're a tight team, we uh, we do have uh, we do have young players that are maturing uh, as we move along here, and we're going to have more come along. So it, it's 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 not a good situation when we've had some drama this year. Some of it is self inflicted for sure. A lot of it is not. A lot of it is just noise, just flat out that you sit here and you scratch your head. Uh, a guy like David Juracek, who we decided to put into Cleveland. He was he's here with with our club and he made the club out of uh, out of training camp, so we told him to get a place. It sure beats sitting in a hotel room. So and we also had a caveat in that if if you're not going to play for a while and not in the lineup, we're going to send you to Cleveland just to play games. You need games. You're young. You're 20 yeah. years old. Got to play games. So all of a sudden, this this blows up, and I'm going. I'm scratching my head, going. I don't think I quite understand this. There's, there, if a guy is 20 years of age, you just don't throw him in the lineup in the best league in the world against unbelievable hockey players and let him fend for himself. It doesn't work like that. 
So you have to, we have an American League Farm Club in Cleveland, which is great, and they're winning. It's fabulous. Play. Just play games. Yeah. yeah. This isn't rocket science. It's just plain old common sense. <laughs> well, you know what it is, J.D.? It's, it's social media. Yeah. It's, it's social yeah. media. It's yeah. social media. Yeah. And, and yeah. John Davidson's with us, president of Hockey Operations. Because this is what, and, I, and I'm telling you, this has been my stance, and I'll stick with it. And I've said this for years. People on the, you mentioned the noise, and the fans will be mad at John McConnell. Oh, he doesn't show up at the games. I don't know if there's a better boss owner in sports that doesn't tell you no. You need a new locker room. You get a new locker room. You want to sign Johnny Hockey. You sign Johnny Hockey. So he's not at every game. Boo-hoo. Who wouldn't want an owner? Who wouldn't want an owner, J.D., that gives you whatever you want and lets you do your job? And I will say that he goes to a lot of games. He does. He and his family, they go to a lot of games. Just because he doesn't stand up and have a press conference yeah, doesn't mean he doesn't care. He cares. Yeah, He's a good man with a good family, and uh, and he's he's very good with us. Very and, good. And, and and I've been around the block. He's very good. And John, I, I, we know cheap owners, J.D. We, we work we, in radio. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he could. Yeah, no, no, no. Hey, and uh, quickly here, before we cut you loose, uh, that stadium series, that was good news for uh, Ohio State and uh, Central Ohio. Uh, I, I credit our business department did a great job. Yeah. Mike, Priest, Mike Priest talking to the league a whole lot. And this is, I don't know if people fully realize, but they will. This is a huge event. This is going to be something. We're going to have somewhere in the neighborhood 80,000 people in there. They're going to come from all over the world to see this thing. The stadium itself is iconic. Uh, playing Detroit is fabulous. And, uh, and it's like the Field of Dreams. You build it, they'll come. And this is what's going to happen here. This is this is a very special uh, event that's going to be held in our city, and the world's going to see our city. It's fantastic. And we get a chance to break the record for outdoor attendance, and they beat the team up north, beat the state up north. Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be that'd awesome. Be just fantastic. Just are you going to do? Are they going to do a Ohio State Michigan college game as well, or we just don't? Yeah, that's. That's all being discussed. It could be American League teams with their club and our club. It could be the college stuff. It's all being discussed right now. Um, and uh, there'll be something. I can yeah. tell you that. There'll be lots. There'll be lots. Hey, It'll JD, be a lot of fun, man. Do you know, yeah. I don't know if you know this or not, and if people, the listeners don't know this, uh, Foreigner wrote Double Vision about J.D. playing goalie with the Rangers. Are you voting for them for the Rock Hall because they're up for the vote? Yeah. I think they should be in. I really do. I, I love music. I listen to a lot of music. I've got a lot of friends in the music business. That that story is, uh, yeah, I was playing in a game and they were in a hotel room writing uh, music, and I got took a slap shot off the side of the head, and down I went, and they said, oh, he's going to have double vision. <laughs> hey, they wrote a song regarding double vision, but I, I, I just uh, have had very fortunate times throughout my life uh, Glenn Fry was a great friend with the Eagles for a long time. We had fun together. Wow! I, I remember sitting in my summer home in the off season, and the phone would ring at six in the morning before cell phones. And I go, Jesus, who is it now? My wife would go, Oh my God! So I answered, "Is Glenn Fry? He's out with Jimmy Buffett. They're having fun, <laughs> <laughs> all and they're having fun, and uh, calling to say hello." There was there was just a whole bunch of stuff over the years. Bruce Springsteen, his his manager, is a very good friend of mine. I uh, I love going to see Bruce. He's probably been my uh, my favorite band of all time. So it's uh, it's been it's been fun. You need a you need something away from just the pressure of our jobs, 
and music is a big fit for me. I used to be on the board of the uh, uh, for for uh, for Garth Brooks for his charity uh, endeavor. Wow, he, he puts he on a great on. show. He puts oh, on a show. Woo. And you know what? His charity work is, is out of this world. And he takes every penny that comes in goes out. Every penny. There's no uh, there's no fees for anybody. There's no administration fees anything he pays it he's he's a fabulous guy with that stuff that's good to hear that's really good well man we get to know you a little better each time john davidson great having you this morning okay thanks guys thanks jd bye 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 Still dealing with this accident, uh, 33 West before Post Road 161. Still have some delays from 270. Everything else is moving up to speed. That is your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. News is brought to you by Borgata. Hey, check out their new menu items like their pasta shrimp verde, lasagna, chicken cutlet sandwich, and more. You can visit them today on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. So Stanley may be fueling this whole cup craze, but the company is now facing some legal troubles because a new class action lawsuit claims the company did not disclose the use or presence of lead in its products. Well, on Stanley's website, the company writes they're pretty transparent about its use of lead and describes how the product is deemed safe. The only lead in the cup of your Stanley cup is the vacuum seal dot that's at the bottom. And the company says they will now fight that suit vigorously. So raise your hand if you knew that Texas A&M Commerce had a basketball team or the same thing for Incarnate Word. So these two teams, they don't get a lot of attention. Wonder why. But they did bring a lot of attention onto themselves when a brawl broke out in the postgame handshake line. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. School officials said all the right things. Unsportsmanlike behavior is unacceptable in the Southland Conference. And the safety of our student athletes, coaches, specters, and officials remains a top priority. Lot of nice words. Cameras were rolling when fists were flying. It was nasty, and it did attract the wrong kind of attention to both Texas A&M Commerce and Incarnate Word. See, I disagree. I think that's good publicity because no one knew who they were until now. Yeah, yeah, right. For them. And that's got to be what? Division three? I've, yeah, I've never yeah. heard of them. Southland Conference. So I don't know. Where Tiny. Uh, and Who's number one right now? Uh, Purdue, no, Purdue, Purdue dropped two. after Purdue, the loss here. Kansas won. I'm not sure. I should know that, too. I'm not sure. Yes, you okay. should. <laughs> yes. Well, we're getting close to March. Here. That's why I act. That's the only time yeah. I pay attention. <laughs> and, uh, guys, uh, this Texas guy is going to be the butt of a lot of jokes very soon. Why? He he was caught sneaking into an antique store. Oh, UConn store. lost. So it's UConn. UConn lost last night. There you go. Sorry. Yeah, Chris. Crichton beat him, didn't yeah, they? Yep. Okay, sorry. Chris. This guy was sneaking into an antique store and then putting some fancy items into his rear end. Now, several store owners reported his name as Mitchell Cooper Vest, and he strolled into the store grabbing pricey items, and then he would insert them in his rear end. A task. River. Using the whole pistock. A task that was made a hell of a lot easier. You know why? Because he was wearing a kilt. (laughs) Ah, for access. Easy access. So the 60-year-old guy would have had a hard time trying to convince cop it was mistaken identity. Since he also had a shaved head, he's six foot six, weighing in at 250 pounds, and wearing a kilt. Now, the items that... You give his age, and I go, ugh. Like a young guy shoving stuff up his ass is, you know, two thumbs up. Yeah. No pun intended. But he's 
He's 60. So the yeah. items that went in through vests outdoor included an antique makeup brush, a vintage bottle opener, and a tobacco tent can. So after doing what he did, he then returned the items to the shelves and left the stores. Don't you have to prep if you're him, right? Oh, I'm sure there's a lot you of prep. Have to prep. Don't think. You would have to yeah, lube it up. I yeah, don't know. You got to make sure that the highway's smooth. Yeah. yeah. And then he puts it back on the shelf. Yes. So the next guy. No, well, understand. When they saw the surveillance, they had to go around and pick out the items that oh, they think they put up as tongs. Butt. Yes. Oh, the cart boys got to do that oh, job. And they had no. to throw away the items that had traces, traces of his, well, fecal matter. My, my first job, one of my first jobs was cart boy at Menards in West St. Paul, Minnesota. And all the horrible jobs they would try to get the cart boy to do. Like, honest to God, it wouldn't even be like, hey, uh, Scott, someone puked in the... Uh, the lumber yard, can you clean up? I go, that's not my department. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Well, we but you're clean the cart boy. But I'm the cart boy. You're like so the they, bottom of the ladder yeah. there, no question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scott, some uh, lubricant fell in the painting set. Can you clean up? I go, I'm not. I don't work in paint. I had a lot of menial jobs. Never did the grocery store thing. Never did it. And I see those guys. I see a lot of retirees now. Yeah. In the butcher shop and everything. And that's that's probably pays pretty good, right? No, I got not four seventy five an hour. And we'd have to carry, help people carry stuff out to their oh, car. Of course. And oh, you'd yeah. be huffing some heavy stuff, man. And they made you wear this uh, Marty McFly orange uh, vest. Okay. With a white smock. shirt underneath. Oh, gosh. Oh, dude, yeah, it was awful. Yeah, yeah. With my name tag, Scott. <laughs> Scott, could you help me carry this? No, I never had to wear a name. I never had a job where I got a name tag. I, yeah, I did. But I had the shirts with my name stitched over the pocket. <laughs> That's even better. You were, yeah. you were more classy than we were. That uniform guy would show up one day a week and you'd have a stack of... Five, six pants, five, six shirts. It was good. Was it Gerald or Jerry? I always like Jerry. Jerry. Oh, yeah, it's okay. not Gerald. I'm your, well, Jerry's I'm your Uncle Jerry. Well, I'm just saying when you're 16 and they look at the application, maybe they... Gerald. Right. It, was, it was Jerry, two R's was, and an I with a heart over the top. It was ass wipe. <laughs> <laughs> or as I like to pronounce it, as weepe. <laughs> My Spanish heritage. Yes, yes. Yeah. You're, when you were in Spanish, they gave you a, they gave you a name. As we pay. I have quite possibly the best scam ever. And they should have stopped, but they kept going and they eventually got busted. This wasn't scamming another individual. Okay. It was scamming the man. Kind of. The and government. We'll, and we'll let you know about it after Twisted Sister. October 11th, October 12th, then 13th and 14th, I was intoxicated. I drank all of those days. I drank. Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson. Well, wouldn't you like say, honey, put on Princess Leia's outfit for me? Yeah. Let's get a little kinky. Get up, Jen Elliott. Hello, Jerry. I made a BLT last night. Oh, I'll give you a boner. Hey, everybody. We're all going to get late. Not your fault. You got a big and you're going to repopulate the earth. Boy, that escalated quickly. It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Right. Oh, man. Here we are. Oh, Go boy. ahead. It's okay. Oof. Oh, boy. Clean our act up, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Wife thin, isn't down. We're in Ooh. thin ice over Ooh, here, yeah. Torg and I. Oh, boy. Uh, so the other day, 
I had to bring back my fan. I had to send back my fantasy football championship belt. And it's like a legit championship, right? There's a new winner this year. It's a new winner All this right, year. I yeah. missed the playoffs. Okay. Had a lot of injuries. You always blame it on the injuries. You can't blame it on the GM in fantasy football. Okay, that's true. Yeah, you blame it on the players in fantasy football. If it's real, you blame it on management. So I send it back, and I got one of those priority mailboxes. You know, you put the prepackaged box, you get the box, yep. and you slide the belt in there. That's the and then United States Post, Post Office. Office. Yes. United States Post Office. The free box. So then it must have been like our phones listen to us, and I don't care. What are well, they of course getting? they They're do. getting professional wrestling and Game of Thrones from me. So I go on my algorithm when I get home yesterday, and I see this uh, podcast. It's not a podcast, but it's a guy who does stories. Like, true crime stories that you wouldn't believe is true. Okay. And I looked at his profile, and he's got tons of them. So this is the, this is the scam, okay? Two guys in California would go to the U.S. Postal Service and buy the boxes that I did, but put nothing in them. So when I put the, the belt in and I sent it, they said, how much is the package you're sending? Is it worth over $100? I said, yeah, it's probably about 200 bucks." They go, would you like to buy insurance? I said, you know what? Yes. Just in case... It gets lost. We can buy a new belt, and then I don't have to pay for it, right? So I said, like, 250 bucks, and then they charge you, like, $4 or whatever it is. So these two guys from California took these boxes, but they delivered air. There was to, nothing in them. Nothing in them, but they took out insurance at a time, 100 200 300 400 500 and just made up addresses, and then they would tell the post office it never got there, and then they would get the insurance money back. 500, so you would think... I wonder what they told the post office worker what was in it well, you don't have that to tell would be them worth that. Yeah, but when it's so light... I, well, it doesn't matter, though. They can't ask you what's in the package. Oh, they, say, I, they say, do you want to insure this package? So it's not the contents of the package. If it's like electric... Like I or maybe that, they put something in there anyways. Yeah. It's just oh, to, it to give it yes. some weight. Yeah, but right. like I return to Cameron, you have to put like a yeah. electronic battery thing on the side but you could just bring it could be an important document i think it was a piece of paper they said so if it's like a contract and you want to insure this money you know that the contract's going to get to the uh the envelopes yeah the, the envelope. cardboard envelope put, yeah the right. guy said they put in a white piece of paper sure, or, uh, sure. something like that so they insured this box these two guys in california five hundred dollars at a time a hundred they did it over a hundred thousand times right they made $2.2 million before getting caught. They kept running the scam. You would think that they would quit after like a half a million dollars. And they just year after year kept going. And they finally got caught after making $2.2 million on insurance. And it took the post office that long to catch. You know, they kept going. Well, to different- it is the post office. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of layers there. Yeah, and they kept going to different cities and different post offices. So when they finally got busted, guess how long they're getting? Well, I I think this is a slap on the wrist. No, over 20 years. Oh, 20 years? Well, I guess the feds. Yeah, that's true. Over 20 years. Isn't that mail fraud? Or because that falls under a, a federal indictment. I, I quit watching. I lost. Yeah, them. Once yeah. Because when you're dealing with mail fraud or anything like that, because it technically it is, yeah. it's going through the United States Postal Service, right? But boy, that's a thing where they they could have got away with it. Like, let's say they stopped at a million, they probably could have got away with it. Two point two million dollars, and they finally caught on. They it. got greedy, greed. just like a yeah. gambler. Well, greed. I've already made this much. Why not throw it all away? Yeah, I used to use those uh, postal service those. Uh, boxes where it's it's a fixed price. Mm. Doesn't matter how much is in it, how much it weighs. 
if you can get it in the box and tape it closed, that's the that's the beauty of those. Yeah, and those yeah. boxes are free. Yeah. Right. But lately, I've been going. I'm telling you, the the UPS store. Do you have a UPS store by I you? Used it, sure I used FedEx it this is weekend. good too. They're both good. Yeah. But I just the closest to me is a UPS store. Those guys are outstanding. And then once you go, you're in the computer, and all the addresses you send to are in. You've sent in the pay. I mean, it's quick. It's it's less than the post office. Christy, did, we're, Am- we're, we're, did Amazon quit using Kohl's? Because my no. last three Amazon returns have been to the UPS store. Really? Not Kohl's. Uh, no, we got the Kohl's. It uh, still works for us. That's where we take our Amazon stuff. And we're at the UPS store at least once a week because that's where Jimmy ships his computer yeah, from. Yeah, that's what I So we I, go I in. Use. Okay, he's already got Jimmy. already has the labels pre-printed, everything. So the fragile is on the side of the box. And we go in. The guys know us. Weigh it. Okay, it weighs sixty pounds, and they measure it, and they exactly yeah. what's already that's already done. So, but they weigh it, and then they stick the sticker, and they're like, "Here, here's your receipt. There you go." They are so you're in and out in a minute. They're so efficient in Grove City. I mean, I think they have a new manager or assistant manager, but they are they're great. We walk in, hey, how you doing? Be with you in a second. If the line's out the door, you know, people aren't ticked off about it. It goes so fast. They're just really great people. Yeah. Did you see the Danny Masterson story today? Yes, that no, he's no, out no. of the. Uh, no, what happened though? Do you know why he is? So what happened, there was a contract on him by the this gang called the... Uh, <laughs> oh, God, come on, no. The BBC, not what uh, you think, all right? I just, a, a prison gang? Yes, called the BBC. Okay. Okay, they put a hit on him and he found out. And he was in the maximum With Manson. the Manson, the Manson So prison. then all these groups found out the BBC put a hit on him and they wanted to be the first. <laughs> All right, I know Ooh. what Christie's laughing about. <laughs> um, so then all these gangs wanted to be the first to get Danny Masterson, right? right? So he refused to leave his cell to eat or anything. Wouldn't shower, wouldn't eat, knew that there was a hit on him. So he had a single cell, and they showed a picture of, like, a cell like it. It was really crappy. You're in this small thing. Yeah, it was really bad, right? right? And no TV, nothing. He just sat in this with a sink and a toilet, and that's it, and a rusty bed. So they, the guards were bringing him to go get food. Like they said, you have to eat until they shacked him up, you know, or, you know, cuffed him and everything. They were taking him to the food line and a gang jumped him on the way to the food line to collect the bounty. And then they had decided they had to move him because he, yeah, it's legit. They people were trying to kill him, and then they moved him to this minimum, Boy, what a minimum maximum huh? security well, that's prison. Supposed to be, I mean, it's not supposed to be that though. No, but it's one of the You're roughest just supposed prisons. to be incarcerated. You're yeah. not supposed to be. Uh, yeah, no, but it's one of the roughest prisons in the United States. Yeah. And then all the gangs found out, and then they wanted they wanted bragging rights. Like, who's going to kill? The Hollywood star. Yeah, yeah. And they all wanted a piece of him because he was a Hollywood star. And if no you're one, in for life yeah, already, he is. maybe you shank Danny Mason. Yeah. And not know. even like the Nazi racist guys wanted him to the be a part heads. of the group. Yeah. yeah, the skinheads. Even they wanted to kill him. Wow. Now he's going to be in there for a long time until he's well, they, 66 years old. Yeah, they had to move him to the minimum uh Now he's minimum medium, security. And they say he probably will be okay because they can kind of... Keep them separate. Right. But can you believe that? Man. Wow. Yeah, I don't think you want any notoriety pre-prison. No. Well. Because word would spread pretty quickly, I would imagine. See, Jerry, you could, you would think if you went to jail, you could tell jokes and then be friends with. Well, that's what Tim Allen did. Really? Yeah, that's how he made it through his his time. So he did like his a routine stint. or they thought he was funny. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. does have a story. Well. I'd be out of school if I told the story. Okay. But he he had an issue at one point. But yeah, he he won him over with 
laughter, and then he was doing shows once a week in the prison. <laughs> and if, if you can make somebody laugh, they're on your team. You're yeah. there. And then he had a group that was kind of around him, and yeah, he made it through. He only did 22 months, though. Christy, you could make prison There's wine. a light at the end of the tunnel, if you know, if I can make it 15 months, 22 but months. But that's big boy, 22 20 months. 20 years, boy, it's kind of hard to see that light. Yeah. But if you do under a year, you can go to county. If you do more than a year, though, you got to go to state. Oh, is that the... Yeah, because my buddy did eight months and only had to do it in county. Yeah, well, county's pretty rough. It is, it yeah, is. Yeah, I knew some of the guards down here in Franklin. But those fights are over the TV, usually. And they're not prison. <laughs> yeah, and there's yeah. usually not the, right. the rape or anything Judy. there. Yeah, right. It's usually, you said, the guys in county talk about state. And if you go to state, that's where the... Yeah. The gangs, the... Yeah. Rapes the the guys can do eight nine months and not want to rape yeah. someone. Well, my buddy that uh, that did uh, on and off what nine years something like that, and uh, he gets a, I I just can't relate to him anymore. Grew up together, best friends. He probably can't relate to anyone else either. He just there's an edge there that I just uh, I don't like, and I don't want to be around that. Yeah, there's a negativity. There's an edge. He's changed. But nine years in, in the can, do on that. and off, you know, he'd do three, then he'd be out for eight months, couldn't keep his nose clean, and back in for four more years, and How then another two-year stint for driving drunk or whatever. How long has he been out now, Jer? He's been out maybe a year and a half, two years. Okay, so but he's, still he's, So far, he's managed uh, okay. Okay. But I think he's still, he's an addict. Prison I think camp. he still uses... Uh, yeah. But well, does he have to go to the probation officer, though? So you got to stay yeah, clean I, or they throw I, I you would back, say, right? Well, I think it's, it's, he's just down to, you know, cannabis, gummies, uh, and stuff like that. I tell you, my buddy, same guy, same guy like yours I grew up with who did time. Not that much, though, but he yeah, did a lot yeah. of time, right? So he got busted by his, he had a probation officer who was dating our buddy. So, oh, right? He, there was female, an Female in. probation, Yes, right? there was an end. So she told him. They would go to parties and say, hey, you can drink. I don't care. I'm not going to rat you out because they were all f- kind of associate, you know, knew each other. Right. So my buddy dumps the probation officer and oh, she no. popped my buddy. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And he had to go back for six yeah. months. <laughs> when you're dating your prison guard. Well, he wasn't. It was our buddy. Oh, your buddy. Who was dating yes. the probation officer. And, and she, she got back at him. She by... knew what he was doing, but yeah. kind of turned a blind eye. Not with, not with him. But she knew what he was doing. For the guy. Yeah. Yes. And then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the relationship ends and then <laughs> he's done six months. <laughs> Michael Evans next. Michael Evans report brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling. Your climate hero. Hey, good morning, Torgy. Good morning, Christy. Good morning, Elliot. Hope everybody's having a great day there in Columbus. You know, we start off by uh, letting you know we're on the road all week long. Today's report happens to originate in St. Louis, Missouri. But a twist. We got Hollywood News, but via London from St. Louis. Stay with me. I say that because the British Academy Film Awards were handed out a couple of days ago. And they're usually a close uh, to how the Oscars are going to play out. And I'm not surprised who the big winners were in England. And I am thrilled who took the pipe, was shut out, ignored, and dismissed. Three movies that I was hoping didn't win anything, and they did not. The first would be Bradley Cooper's Maestro. 
just too highbrow for the general public. It was directed and starred Bradley Cooper, just sort of a stiff. It was the romantic story of composer Leonard Bernstein. Who cares? Come on, man. Also ignored Killers of the Flower Moon. The movie was all right, but I think Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro figured, hey, hooking up with their buddy, director Martin Scorsese, that they were bound to win something. Well, the movie was not so-so, way too long over three hours, and the box office was a lot weaker than they expected. And the final movie that everybody thought would be huge winner and came back with nothing, Barbie. You know, I didn't say much about this movie, but I really thought it was just kind of dumb. But you can bet the Oscars will give all three of those movies something because Hollywood is so full of politics and taking care of their own. But Oppenheimer won seven BAFTAs in England. Best picture, best director, best actor. I mean, and on and on. I loved it that the best actress went to Emma Stone in Poor Things. Boy, that Poor Things movie, if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. And you also need to see the movie Holdovers, the Paul Giamatti movie, and check it out. Winning Best Supporting Actress, Divine Joy Randolph in Holdovers. It's really good. We're back on the road. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Mike Evans, see ya. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered and staffed nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Sunshine today, 61 your high, clouds, chance of showers and thunderstorms overnight tonight, a low 43. Showers with a possible thunderstorm for Thursday and a high 61, looking at 32 right now. Ooh, guys, a little bit of a scandal in the world of professional bowling. I don't know if you've heard of 35-year-old Brandon Novak. He's a pro bowler out of Chillicothe. Okay. Well, Brandon was arrested and taken into custody by U.S. Marshals during the 2024 U.S. Open Bowling Tournament back on February 1st. So the deputy U.S. Marshal for the Southern District of Ohio said Novak was arrested as part of a secret indictment, which they will reveal later when he's extradited back here to Ohio. Now, there's a video on a popular bowling YouTube channel called 11th Frame. Let me guess. He stole the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it appears to show the exact moment that Novak was being arrested by the by the marshals. Uh, Novak has been a professional bowler for more than a decade. Did they put his hand in the return thing like in Kingpin? I don't, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. So the Biden administration announcing over a billion dollars of student loan debt forgiveness. So if you are a borrower in the SAVE program and you've made at least 10 years of payments, you're going to be getting an email from the president today. That amounts to about 153,000 borrowers. The Biden administration has now approved loan relief for nearly 3.9 million Americans. Now, a plan to forgive, if you remember, this is how it all started to forgive $20,000 in loans for 40 million people. Well, the Supreme Court gave the thumbs down to that last year. The total amount forgiven in this round is about $1.2 billion. Do, do you think, now how many people did you say, Christy? All right, three so point, this... this 3.9 million people? Uh, 3.9 million okay, Americans, So let's yes. say, hypothetically, 2 million of those people vote. Would he? So he's doing it for two million votes. But on the other side, do you think someone who paid for college is pissed off that those people don't pay? I would assume I would so. Assume so. Yes. Yeah. so I wonder if this strategy to buy votes is good or not. 
I don't know if it's working, but what I'm meaning is it My kid kind of falls into that category. She's got, she still has about $15,000 in debt. She's not asking for relief. She's like, you know what? It helps my credit score if I continue to pay on it. So, I, you know, she's like, I'm not, I'm not asking for it. Yeah. How about the mayor of New York City, that Eric Adams? Banks were bidding for the contract, and he awarded a $50 million city contract with a no-name bank to distribute $10,000 cards to, to all the illegals to, all the, to, all the, well, to the point of $50 million. You know what his comeback to that was, right? And you don't even have to show ID if you're an elite. You, you, well, yeah. you don't have ID. I mean, yeah. you just, they all get, what, how, how do Americans not get that? There's veterans, there's... Well, jump over they, to Mexico and come how back. How do they justify <laughs> that other than the fact they're buying votes? Do you know how he justified if in, it? If you're here illegally yeah. and I give you $10,000, I'm going to vote. vote for your party because I want this again next year or the following. Yeah. You know what he said, Adam said in the press conference, is that what I understand is they're spending that $10,000 in New York City so it goes into our economy. That's what his comeback was. He says it, it is the grocery stores, it is the restaurants, it's the services New York who's going to get that money. Or do they send it back home? Well, they probably send it back home. And know, if it's a prepaid yeah. card, how can you, I mean. Well, that's it, just what he's saying. Okay. I'm just yeah, telling you what right. he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying Make I have it look to, better. Yeah, he, yeah. that's how, yeah. how he spun it. Because well, remember 50 Cent went at Adam and he said that to 50 Cent. 50 Cent doesn't know that it's spent in New York City. That was his comeback. Aha. Because 50 Cent said the same thing you said, Jerry. Where is all of our, where's the yeah, black I think, Americans, I mean, that's, where's the that's poverty? more than where people is, on welfare get. That's yeah. more than. He brought that up. Yeah. He said, where's the family on food stamps? Where do right, they get the $10,000? Right. And that's what Adam said. Yeah. That it's helping out the grocery stores. Well, speaking of grocery stores, you know, the prices may be on the way up. Well, they have been and they're not getting any better. But that apparently has no effect on the number of people who are willing to risk their cash for a chance to win more. It was a record-breaking year for casinos last year. $66.5 billion yeah. that casinos won from gamblers. And uh, the number is 10% higher than the 22 amount, which was also a record-setter. It was the biggest end to a year in the casino yeah. industry's history. I saw where Clark County, which is where Vegas is, the strip alone, Torg, not... Reno, not down on Boulder Highway. The Strip All right. had the biggest, uh, the best month in the history of Las Vegas this past December. Oh, it's Super Bowl? Oh, December. December. That's when I was there. December closed the, well, there there you go. You probably pushed it over the top. You know, I was so quick to get up Playing when I, I would lose like 50 bucks and I would just get up and yeah. leave. Yeah. And I would do the single deck, Yeah, two too. minutes later, you're putting 50, 50 bucks down, and it's gone. Yeah. Probably lost maybe only like yeah. 150, 200 the, bucks the, the entire five days, the four days. $20, the $50 crane game is kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> the adult crane game. Have you ever played that, Kemper? Uh-uh. No. Explain. I'm intrigued. It's the crane. Okay. Like the a claw? Chuck E. Cheese. Let the claw. The claw. Yeah. yeah okay. Thank and you. And instead of little prizes in the, in the bubbles, there's just rolled up. and there's a whole pile of them, and you do the crane just like you would at Chuck E. A kid would do. Yeah. Yeah. And it swings over, and it gets it. Might sometimes it'll pick up two or three balls. 
but then two will slip out yeah. until you get it to the chute. Have you seen the one with Rolexes and jewelry in it? Yeah, oh, they, yeah. Have, yeah. they have jewelry they in there, too. Yes, too. Right. But yeah. is it real? Yeah. Is it Yeah, real? they is say it? it's legit, yeah. but it's hard. It's You throw like 10 bucks in, and it's really hard to get it, Yeah, the jewelry ones, because right. they're in like legit the small bubbles. So you yeah, have to have and, them and, like well, that's perfect, what, exactly, because those are heavy. Yeah. Well, let me ask: What if you like have you done animals. it? And what have you won? I've, I've only seen people do it. I've never played. Them. I okay. did maybe like fifteen years ago the jewelry one, and then I watched everyone do it, and people couldn't even. Yeah, it, that's it how long got our engagement to, ring? Yeah, <laughs> it just it raised up maybe like three inches, and then it'll yeah, fall. it'll slip oh, out. Of course. Yeah, right. Well, that's yeah, the same yeah, way with yeah, any yeah. claw game. Even at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, where they got the claw game. No, that's uh oh yeah, one of the chicken places, at least the one in Grove City, they've got one towards the back that the kids are always trying to get. Kids love it. You know how kids get stuck in those? I was trying to bring my kid. Yeah, they get the arm up there. there, (laughs) (laughs) QFN 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union. Traffic for your Wednesday morning accident. Right berm 71 South at 11th Avenue. Traffic is already a cluster mess from Morris Road down to Hudson Street, so you're going to be sitting there a while. Uh, Also, Columbus police are checking on an accident on the left berm of 670 East right after the Grandview Avenue exit. And uh, still blocking accident 33 West right before Post Road 161. Still some slight delays from 270. And that's traffic. The Hot Five with Torg and Elliot. Cranked up by Sugar and Shannara accident attorneys. We go to war for you at warforyou.com. All right. Here we go with your Hot Five audio cuts for this uh, Wednesday. Cut number one. We should call this segment Stick by Google. So you could Google this guy. His name is Pastor Bob Joyce, and he's become an Internet sensation because a lot of people have a conspiracy theory that Pastor Bob is Elvis. Pastor Bob, by the way, runs the Household Faith Church in Benton, Arkansas. Take a listen. So far from glory came to dwell. Such as I To suffer shame And such disgrace On my Calvary Take my place Then I ask myself <laughs> Pretty damn good, huh? Sounds yeah, just like it. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Have you seen the videos where they put them side by side and they circle like the cheek, you know, structure. Yeah, right, right. But he looks like him, but he doesn't. Yeah, correct. I mean, I would say there's not a chance. Elvis fans, and it's always, you know, now 75-year-old Doris from Benton, Arkansas, they just cannot accept that Elvis is gone. Yeah. That's how big a fan they are, right? Absolutely. He's he's living with aliens or who knows. Tell you, I had uh, my buddy's dad just passed, and he was such a big Elvis fan and would tell stories of Elvis when we were kids. I told my buddy, you should take his ashes, part of his ashes, and when you do the tour, sprinkle them at Graceland. Yeah, Because yep. you can. I, I did the tour years ago. I mean, there's you could easily do it. I went uh, one time. The radio station sent me to Graceland, to Memphis, and I was not, I mean, every it was Elvis. Everybody was yeah. hip to him, right? Especially at my age. But... To see firsthand, it was for his... They released the stamp on Elvis's birthday. So I was there for Elvis's birthday. Oh, nice. And not only just the Japanese tourists, but the pilgrimage that people make, it was shocking to see. Yeah. The passion and people 
openly Crying. weeping yes. on the streets. Yes. And it was crazy, yep. man. All right, clip number two. We keep it in music. Sammy Hagar talked about being on this summer's Rock Legends cruise. They give me the center cabin, and it's centrally located, so you're kind of almost like in a gyroscope, you know? You're on one end or one side or one or the other. You get all the movement. And also, you know, those ships are really smooth. I I, I didn't get sick at all last time. I was in my head. I was worried the whole time, but I yeah. never, ever got really seasick. There was a moments when I felt, let me off this ship. What I love about doing those cruises is that, First of all, all the other bands there, you know, having Billy Gibbons on there. I mean, come on, you know, Rick Springfield's on there. I mean, all my buddies, you know what I mean? We're going to have fun. But is that you don't have to pack up your bags and go to the next town, man. You know, just go back right. to your room, go to sleep, wake up, go play again. It's like a residency in Vegas for the same people all the time. But they do a good job with those things. I, I enjoyed the first one. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, but I had to do it and see if I was going to dig it. You learn something every day, Torg. You're going on a cruise. Get the center cabins. They don't move. Is not as much motion nice. as the front or the back or the side. You could be on the water slide and say, Interesting. hey, old man, I old did man, not know get moving. Get I down the slide. I did not know and that. And it's Sammy Hagar. <laughs> I've never. Have you? Do you get seasick? I didn't on my cruise, I but never I do. have. I do get I did when we went on the fishing cruise. I never cruise. have, and you don't. I did too, Christy, when I oh did God, yeah, I was yeah. so Oh, my yeah. God, I was so sick. Yeah, you get, well, that's a small, uh, you know, this, that's, this had a, it was, that's I mean, a charter. It was a charter, 100 people, and oh, I did the most. Oh, yeah, we there was 100 five. people. 100 people yeah. on a fishing charter? Yes, on a fishing charter. Must, uh, never really? heard no, of I it. haven't either. And it was in Carolina, um, and... I made the mistake of being on the inside and then laying my head down on the table, and it was over. And they served breakfast. They had like a breakfast burrito. So guess what came up about half an hour oh, later? So that wasn't that was wasn't a smaller boat in the right. It wasn't where you got the captain and there's right. maybe ten other okay. people. No, this was so that's a I bigger mean, boat. It was a bigger boat, and still yeah, I got me and about five other people. We were just usually ooh. those don't get rocked because yeah. that had to be a pretty good sized ship. It was like ninety nine degrees. We we went two uh, hours out into the ocean. You were hung over, of course. No, no, not even that. Not even that. <laughs> I that wish. never helped. Uh, but it was probably the sickest I've ever been on. And I usually don't get seasick, but that was bad. When I lived at the uh, marina in Hollywood, Florida, I was first mate uh, a few times uh, on Captain Jimmy's boat. So you had to do we all the We knew all the captains. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of work. It is. But you would, you would charter either a half day or a full day. And their pressure was on. And people are on vacation and you get rich people. And they're very demanding. And when they're not biting, they're not biting. Yep, it's exactly. not the captain's fault. I mean, we yep. have the sonar. You try different spots. And you and just yep. keep feeding them beers to kind of get them to relax a little bit. But that was an in- that's an interesting uh, industry. I've done it a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty cool, pricey. And the first mate's working on, ta- on tips. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. More times than not. Yes. You're relying I'd on I'd do it again, but yep. a smaller boat. <laughs> Maybe that would help me. No, it'd be worse because no, be I worse. did. It, I did the smaller boat and I was sick, yeah, sick right, like crazy. Right. Uh, and then you just have to gut it out. Sometimes after a cruise, though, you do a cruise for a week and, and you're you still know, moving, and oh, then yeah, you, you get, get off. off. Man, those that first day back yeah. is wobbly. Like, wow. Yeah. Well, cut number three here. Doctor Stephen Greer is the founder of the Extraterrestrial Intelligence Organization. Okay, and he's been making the rounds. He says he's talked to Congress and done all these studies, and he was he appeared on the Logan Paul podcast. When we landed on the moon, there was a, around that crater above where we landed, uh, there were multiple ET craft that were just hovering there watching. Yo, and that is true. 
That's 100 percent. The Apollo mission was a militarized operation competing with the Soviet Union. And the space program ostensibly was really a proxy for the Cold War. That's the truth. So you're yeah. telling me when Buzz Aldrin stepped on the moon, he saw five extraterrestrial aircrafts. More than that. He knew beforehand. Well, you could do what? Have you seen the picture they, they, of them at the press conference when they got back? They, you can tell they're just like, yo, this like we're freaked out. We're freaked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. want to yeah, yeah. say so. So what? I invited Neil Armstrong to the Disclosure Project event at the National Press Club, and his really good friend of his, who's on my team, said he was informed that he, his wife, his kids, and his grandkids would all be killed if he did that. I mean, imagine the like, stress these guys are under. They've yeah. seen amazing stuff. I mean, you know, I've worked with hundreds of these men and women who've been in these projects, and they have a kind of PTSD. So. If you're out there listening, going, well, that's not real. But that guy talks like in his mind, it's real. Yeah, it's been fact checked numerous times. And but how does this guy he must convince himself? Is he like a psychopath or how does this guy talk so convincingly on something we know is not true? It's not true. Do you yeah, see what I'm I saying? don't know. I do see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And when you're trying to sell the idea, why do you have to put that music behind it on your little podcast or whatever that, drama. That, no, that, that was added. Eerie. No, that was added but by who the poster. Uh, the whoever created the content for right, the video. Right, because they want to sell. Yes. Oh, this is so... Yes. You know, they're pitching it to you. He had a... Um, on that... talked a lot of different things on the Logan Paul podcast. He did. And the uh, the aircraft, as much as uh, the alien thing, how fascinating that is, I want to see the alien. I want to see oh. the creature because they could be good guys. Okay, well, here's Maybe what they got the cure for cancer. I can help you with that. Come on down. He said there's 12 different, uh, would, I guess, species. You've okay. got the grays. You've got the lizard people, the insect. No, oh, he really? said the shortest is a foot and a half. The oh, average man. is like four foot five, but there's some as tall as 12 feet. Oh. <gasps> Yeah. 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 Yeah, he went into it there cuz they asked him about the same thing you said. I didn't Christy, I didn't see the part where he talked lizard people, but he did talk about how tall they are. Like yes. one is like Summer a foot shore. and a half. Yeah. Some he said average though like 4 4 and a half feet. And then the biggest is 12 and a half or tw- like 12 feet. Wasn't the rumor in Roswell? Chris, what did you hear? They have a couple aliens they pulled out of a wreck. Wasn't that the, isn't that the the Roswell urban legend? And one of the bodies was taken to Wright Patterson Air Force Base before they came up with Area 51. I thought it was the aircraft. Is that right, Pat? Uh, No, there was probably part of the aircraft, but definitely one of the alien bodies was taken to Wright Patterson. And so what did you hear? You heard a racist, the lizard people? Uh, Racist, the lizard people. But then again, this is the guys from ancient aliens. If that is true, then more people would. Have spoken out about that. I think you could have. keep it secret, it's but there's crazy. still a dozen, two dozen you people in the Air Force or people that yes. work at the bay. You would have, wouldn't there be more of have, a? There's about fifteen of them now that have, to, and especially in the past ten years, that have come out to say, "Listen, I worked at Area 51. I helped with the reverse engineering of the technology that we found at Roswell and beyond." I was at Wright Patterson Air Force Base, and these these people aren't crazy. These people were highly decorated, either generals, yeah, yeah, in the Air yeah. Force, and all this. And it's it is it's fascinating. And you go, yeah, we're not alone. But Wasn't, they also get their information removed too. If they put a YouTube video and the government thinks like, hey, this should yeah, be out right, there, right, like Christy right. saying, yeah. they'll remove the information. Wasn't the one guy out in? Uh, it was out west somewhere. He said he went. He claims to when he was in the military, he ended up at a crash. And it was just a 
a ship of whatever size, not huge, right? But then when they stepped inside the wreck, yeah, I know that guy. It's like four football fields yes. big. No, that where, where time was altered. Yes. The, the no, that was at Area yeah. Fifty One. Is that what it was? That's okay, where it was. yeah, it was the yeah. Crafted Area Fifty One, and they set him in. And he said something like he went in there, and it seemed like eight hours. And we got out; it was like thirty minutes You're or talking something. Talking about like Bazaar. Yeah, it might be. He might be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He said his biggest three football fields. When he went yes, in. Yes, when he went yes, in. It was yes. it was completely different. And, yes. you know, people that go, we were just talking about Vegas a minute ago. A lot of people do day trips to that one base out there, and they say, do not do that because you will get arrested. Yeah, oh, they are you, you kidding? Yeah. Remember? So there's still something out there. Do you remember when someone had put together where they were going to storm Area 51? Yes. <laughs> remember yeah, that? And the right, dude right. put it on there, had a million views, and the government is like, we will shoot you. We're telling you, if you come out here and try to storm Area 51 to see ETs, we're going to shoot your ass. Yeah, I'm not getting shot for ET. I've seen the movie. So people curious about aliens are getting shot, but boy, the Chinese can buy that land and move there. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Okay, federal government. Uh, Great. (laughs) (laughs) Clip number four. Back in 2012, Glenn Fry was on Access Hollywood, and he broke, broke down the lyrics to Hotel California. Colitas is the top of the marijuana plant. The very tip is called Little Tails. That's Colitas. Uh, so it was our secret way of saying the guy was lighting up. She likes Rodeo Drive. She likes the nice things in life, the really nice things. We're prisoners of paradise, you know? I mean, how many Hollywood stars have tried to leave Hollywood only to leave and come back? I love Glenn Fry, and I did not know what Kalitas was. I didn't either. I yeah. thought it was something completely different. Yeah, <laughs> Christy, we get it. <laughs> For the longest time. It's hard to time, find those little marijuana I, flowers. They yeah. were so small, you got to keep searching. <laughs> yes, I mean, it's there, then it's not. Then it, I mean, it's the great murky mystery, as Jerry Seinfeld said. <laughs> Cut number five here. The Buckeyes hired former Buckeye linebacker, or Buckeye linebacker, Ooh. I didn't say it. Um, I didn't even come close. I didn't even meant to say that. It was uh, J- James Laurinaitis is the new linebacker coach, and he spoke to the media. The coaches that I played for, Luke Fickle, Jim Tressel, Steve Spagnola, the Chiefs, they were all great developers of men as well, and probably the three most impactful men in my life outside of my father. So the thought that I could hopefully be that to somebody else I think is what gets me up every morning, you know, and I tell a lot of these recruits like, yes, I want to be there with you in the green room when Goodell calls your name, right? Like that's a lot of these kids want to get developed. But I also hope that these men call me when they decide to get engaged someday or get married and they're like, hey, coach, I want you there because that's the kind of relationship that I have with Luke Fickle. Um, That's the kind of relationship I have with Spags is that they were, it was more than just ball. And so I think that's why I wake up and I attack it every day. Yeah, we've got we have a linebacker problem here. The last couple groups not been well. I mean, I like Tough Borland, but he wasn't. He was our undrafted free agent. Okay, and then uh, Tommy Eichenberg. 
I mean, we haven't had a star first, second round pick yeah. in a long time from the linebackers. Do you right? think uh, Laurenitis can find Colitis? Kemba <laughs> <laughs> Financial Credit Union traffic still working this accident. Right Berm, 71 South at 11 Avenue. Traffic is still kind of slow from Morris Road all the way down to Hudson. And also police working on this accident. Left Berm, 670 East after the Grandview Avenue exit. And that's traffic. News is brought to you by Borgata. Check out their new menu items at Borgata, like their pasta, shrimp, verde, lasagna, chicken cutlet sandwich, and more. Visit them today on West Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. So Little Caesars is testing a brand new pizza. If you're a Little Caesars fan, you can now get it by the yard. It's going to be, so it means it's going to be long rather than circular or square. So and you can measure your waist by the yard. <laughs> that you can. Or the <laughs> seizures. Yeah. One version features a full yard of Detroit-style deep dish, eight slices of three-meat treat. <laughs> and Tomato eight, sauce bread is what it is. Yeah. And eight slices <laughs> of pepperoni. The slices will be end-to-end to stretch out to one yard, which is equal to about three feet or 36 inches. For now, they're only available in locations in Virginia, North Carolina. But if it's a hit, they will expand it nationwide. The price, $20 per yard. So let me ask, are you guys a true, true beer lover? No. No. Okay. Well, that's all right. For those of you who oh, are. Oh, do you need it for the story? What? Yes. Okay. I thank am. you. Okay. Yes. There's a company called Blush, and they're selling a beer can sex toy for men. Oh, no. Now, this thing. What? Okay. Fits well in the hand. It well, does. yeah, but you yeah, can get caught on that little. And if it fits in that little hole, Jerry, you got issues. Yes. Let me explain. Yeah. What do they call it? A micro penis. No, the beer. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it looks just like a 16-ounce can, but the inside is designed to love up your It's rather ambitious, a 16-ounce can. Well, they're called pounders <laughs> for a reason, Jerry. Oh, yes, that's true. Yeah, so the label is a take on the old Schlitz logo, but the brand name they're putting on it is Shags, S-C-H-A-G apostrophe S. And there are three different Shags? versions. Shags? Depending on whether you want lagers, ales, or stout, they retail for 40 bucks. So here is the expert. I'm surprised that uh, my computer down here let me go to the site because here is an explanation. I saw what the can looked like. So the explanation is self-lubricating. Add a little bit of water and then you're good to go to slide it in. Uh, it does have four pleasure chambers. There's, there's ridges, there's ticklers, and there's ribbed for the intense big O. There's also a perfect flow suction control. Hmm. Okay, fits all shapes and sizes, uh, sizes while remaining snug for optimal grip. And lab tested, body safe, silicone, water based, and hyperlube safe as well. Wow, is there a price on that? 40, Asking for a friend. Forty dollars. <laughs> That's all. Forty dollars. Yeah. And what's it? Schlags. The shags. Shags. Right it down. Shags. They missed the boat. They should have called it Pud Light. <laughs> <laughs> Pud's just funny. Pud is funny. Pud oh, is a yeah. funny word. That's what we yeah. called all of your pud haters light. in middle school. You're just a pud. Dylan Mulvaney's advertising pud light. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. Okay. We talked to, hopefully he's not on hold. Yes. We talked to the president of hockey operations, John Davidson, after Dio. Dorg and Elliot, QFM 96. Talk to President of Hockey Operations of the Blue Jackets, John Davidson. He's on the road again. Oh, John, how are you? Good morning, sir. 
Hi there. How are you guys? We're good. They don't, they don't have you uh, bunking with Rimmer or anything, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I went out to dinner with Rimmer the other night in Los Angeles, and I quite enjoyed it. He uh, Well, you paid. He can, he can tell stories. Yeah. Oh, I paid, yeah. 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 <laughs> every, yeah every, I'm used to that. Uh, I, I, I have a nickname for Rimmer. I call him T-Rex because his arms can't reach the check. <laughs> yeah. The old alligator arms. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's... Uh, He's, uh, I, yeah, I paid, and then he got the receipts. So well. <laughs> yeah. He has this skill of going to the restroom right when the check shows up. <laughs> uh, he's good. But I'll tell you what, seriously, I don't mind paying because he's worth the, worth the entertainment. He's funny. Yeah. Hey, he be a blast. Is, when was the last time you were, because of back issues, you haven't been able to, you know, go out yeah. with the team on the road? When was the last time you've been on a road trip with the team? Late November. I had surgery with Dr. Baltershot. Uh, December 6th, I think it was. And then, uh, it was tough. This one was tough. This is my third back operation. This is, uh, the second major one. And, uh, but I'm good now. I'm good now. It's been a long grind. It's coming along. I got to be careful still, but, uh, I'm excited to be back and on the road for sure. Yeah. And, and speaking of tough last week, uh, boy, that had to be a tough call. Yarmo, uh, Good soldier, been with the uh, you know the the franchise for so long. Um, that had to be a tough week for you. Yeah, it was. It, it took a lot of forethought and uh, working with Mike Priest, who I report to with the Blue Jackets. We decided that we're just going to turn the page. Um, had Jarmo come over to my home with Mike and myself, and we talked about it. And uh, I tell you one thing about Jarmo is things sometimes in this business, and he had a long run here. Things go well, things don't go as well. But he is one tough guy. He's a classy guy. He said uh, having that job was 11 best years of his life. He appreciated the opportunity, and uh, and he's going to, you know, just move on. And he was just top shelf about everything. So that uh, that was good to hear. Our, our families know each other very well. We've seen his girls grow up. That type. There's a human side to all this. Sure. And, uh, but there's reality, too. So we, we made the change, and... We're, we're just uh, going forward. Yeah, throughout the 11 years, he's been on our show. He's been a great guest. I mean, he's fun. Yeah, he can laugh at stuff. So I've always thought Yarmo's a, just a very classy guy, but was part of the decision. So, you know, trade deadline's coming up in a couple weeks. Was part yeah. of the decision like, hey, if we're going to move on from this GM, you don't want a guy making decisions for the team who's not going to be here next year. You know uh, what I mean? I think that's, yeah, I think that's fair to say. March 8th is the deadline, and we're, we're not – in a in a crazy position this year where there's going to be a lot of major stuff done there'll be some things taken care of but uh but uh yeah we felt that it's probably best to do it now give Yarmo a chance to get some air and breathe a little bit and uh and then us to go forward and not only with the trade deadline on the 8th of march but also uh start the search for a replacement it's very critical for us to get somebody that we uh we're going to be happy with and i will say frankly um, this is the only job available right now. There might be more as the season winds down, but as far as general managers go, but uh, there's a ton of interest, and I mean a ton of interest. I think I think most people out there want a GM's job, and they want a job where it's a, it's a good situation with with real good ownership and also a, a base that the club already has in place. Uh, in particular, with our young players, so. It's, if somebody comes in here, it's not you're not staring at it and saying, "Oh, this is going to be a total, yeah. total job." I I don't know. It's uh, it's the other way around. We've had a lot of real good interest. So, John, you're a great great goalie. 
Great broadcaster. I don't think people realize how good of a Hall of Fame broadcaster you are. And you are, you've had success in front offices in the NHL. But that being said, if you worried like, hey, safe here, I, don't, I think you are. But yeah. have you ever worried well, about it? Well, no, I don't worry about it. Listen, I've, I've been around so long. It's my 50th year in the NHL, whether I was a player, a broadcaster, part of management. I don't even spend eight seconds worrying about that. If, if Mike Priest and the ownership felt that they wanted to make a change with myself, Come talk to me, and we'll talk about it. It's pretty simple. I, 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 uh, I'm all in here in in uh, in Columbus, all in. I'm uh, I'm excited about our our future as a club, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna just keep going here. So if if uh, if anybody um, wants to come and talk to me about it, please do. I have no no issues, no worries, none whatsoever. Now, if I was much 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 younger, I might have some sure. Time. But uh, and that's natural with anybody, but I don't have any worries whatsoever. Hey, and I know you're busy in the mornings. You probably don't hear a lot, but we've had in studio, I don't know how many times over since. He lives down the block. Eric Cabranson, he lives real close yeah. to the state. He comes in, oh, cool. sits sits yeah. down, we talk music, he plays games <laughs> with us. How important is, is uh, Cabranson to this team? Because, yeah. boy, is he a wonderful guy. Yeah, he is. He He's really settled in when he first came He here. loves it here. Yeah, yeah. See, that's... That, that that's what I like to hear. He's um, he he has been very consistent this season. He, our team does not get pushed around with Eric in the lineup along with Olivier, and and uh, and he's consistent. He's become a leader, um, and it's it's been a a situation where that has evolved, and I think a lot of it has to do with how much he does like it here. He's trying to work with young guys, and he's trying to play his game. So uh, you know, I when we we're in hotels, we're on buses, we're on aircrafts. Uh, sometimes some of the young players walk by management and they're staring at their shoes, a little introverted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which uh, I was when I was a rookie. But with uh, with some of the other guys that are really comfortable in their own skin, have experience, it, it's great to just chat with. Uh, uh, it, it's fun. It's I enjoy it. And Eric's one of those guys. He's he's a he's a good soldier for us. He's a He's uh, really enjoying life in Columbus. It's all good. All good. Hey, J.D., I have to defend Yarmo on something, and I think you would agree, because yeah. you've had a lot of third-period collapses this year, and Yarmo's, yeah. Yarmo's not on the ice for those. So, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but realistically, it's the tough part yeah. of this business where, let's say, 75% of those don't happen. Yarmo's probably still employed right now. It's just... Yeah, there's a, there's a good chance, yeah, but... But uh, and I agree with that. Our third periods over the last little while have been a whole lot better, a whole lot better. And we're trying to drill down to figure out why that was. Was it uh, too many guys with rust coming off injuries from last year? Was it inexperience? Was it uh, a system of play? Were we on our heels too much instead of trying uh, trying to worry about not losing, trying to go out and win type of thing? I will say, and I know it's it's it's. It's uh, it's late, no question about it. But at least I'm seeing better third periods from our club. You know, our, our club all year long, uh, the third periods have been the most disastrous part, along with a couple of those stretches early. But we compete, and and we're we're a tight team. I, I will say that we haven't heard cracks about guys mad at this player, or that player, or the coach, or whatever it is. So at, at least we have some salvation with we're getting better. We're a tight team. We uh, we do have uh, we do have young players that are maturing uh, as we move along here, and we're going to have more come along. So it, it's 
it's it's not a good situation when we've had some drama this year. Some of it is self-inflicted for sure. A lot of it is not. A lot of it is just noise, just flat-out noise that it, you sit here and you scratch your head. Uh, a guy like David Juracek, who we decided to put into Cleveland, he, he was he's here with with our club and he made the club out of uh, out of training camp. So we told him to get a place. It sure beats sitting in a hotel room. So, and we also had a caveat in that if if you're not going to play for a while and not in the lineup, we're going to send you to Cleveland just to play games. You need games. You're young. You're 20 yeah. years old. Got to play games. So all of a sudden, this this blows up, and I'm going. I'm scratching my head, going. I don't think I quite understand this. There's, there, if a guy is 20 years of age, you just don't throw him in the lineup in the best league in the world against unbelievable hockey players and let him fend for himself. It doesn't work like that. So you have to, we have an American League farm club in Cleveland, which is great, and they're winning. It's fabulous. Play. Just play games. Yeah. yeah. This isn't rocket science. It's just plain old common sense. <laughs> well, you know what it is, J.D.? <laughs> it's it's social media. Yeah. It's, it's social yeah. media. It's yeah. social media. Yeah. And, and yeah. John Davidson's with us, president of Hockey Operations, because this is what, and, I, and I'm telling you, this has been my stance, and I'll stick with it, and I've said this for years. People on the, you mentioned the noise, and the fans will be mad at John McConnell. Oh, he doesn't show up at the games. I don't know if there's a better boss owner in sports that doesn't tell you no. You need a new locker room. You get a new locker room. You want to sign Johnny Hockey. You sign Johnny Hockey. So he's not at every game. Boo-hoo. Who wouldn't want an owner? Who wouldn't want an owner, J.D., that gives you whatever you want and lets you do your job? And I will say that he goes to a lot of games. He does. He and his family, they go to a lot of games. Just because he doesn't stand up and have a press conference yeah, doesn't mean he doesn't care. He cares. Yeah, He's a good man with a good family, and uh, and he's he's very good with us. Very good. And, 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 and I've been around the block. He's very good. And John, I, I, we know cheap owners, J.D. We, we work we, in radio. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he could. Yeah, no, no, no. Hey, and uh, quickly here, before we cut you loose, uh, that stadium series, that was good news for uh, Ohio State and uh, Central Ohio. Uh, I, I credit our business department did a great yeah. job. Mike Priest, Mike Priest talking to the league a whole lot. And this is, I don't know if people fully realize, but they will. This is a huge event. This is going to be something. We're going to have somewhere in the neighborhood 80,000 people in there. They're going to come from all over the world to see this thing. The stadium itself is iconic. Uh, playing Detroit is fabulous. And, uh, and it's like the Field of Dreams. You build it, they'll come. And this is what's going to happen here. This is this is a very special uh, event that's going to be held in our city, and the world's going to see our city. It's fantastic. And we get a chance to break the record for outdoor attendance, and they beat the team up north, beat the state up north. Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be that'd awesome. That'd be just fantastic. Just are you going to do, are they going to do a Ohio State-Michigan college game as well, or we just don't? Yeah, that's. That's all being discussed. It could be American League teams with their club and our club. It could be the college stuff. It's all being discussed right now. Um, and uh, there'll be something. I can yeah. tell you that. There'll be lots. There'll be lots. Hey, It'll JD, be a lot of fun, man. Do you know, yeah. I don't know if you know this or not, and if people, the listeners don't know this, uh, Foreigner wrote Double Vision about J.D. playing goalie with the Rangers. Are you voting for them for the Rock Hall because they're up for the vote? Yeah. I think they should be in. I really do. I, I love music. I listen to a lot of music. I've got a lot of friends in the music business. That that story is, uh, yeah, I was playing in a game and they were in a hotel room uh, writing uh, music. 
And I got took a slap shot off the side of the head, and down I went. And they said, oh, he's going to have double vision. <laughs> they, they wrote a song regarding double vision. But I, I, I just uh, have had very fortunate times throughout my life. Uh, Glenn Fry was a great friend with the Eagles for a long time. We had fun together. Wow. I, I remember sitting in my summer home in the off season, and the phone would ring at 6 in the morning before cell phones. And I go, Jesus, who is it now? My wife would go, oh, my God. So I answer, and it's Glenn Fry. He's out with Jimmy Buffett. They're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> and they're having fun. And uh, calling to say hello. There was, there was just a whole bunch of stuff over the years. Bruce Springsteen, his his manager, is a very good friend of mine. I uh, I love going to see Bruce. He's probably been my uh, my favorite band of all time. So it's... Uh, it's been it's been fun. You need a you need something away from just the pressure of our jobs, and music is a big fit for me. I used to be on the board of the uh, uh, for for uh, for Garth Brooks for his charity uh, endeavors. Wow, he, he puts he on a great fun. show. He puts oh, on a show. Woo. And you know what? His charity work is, is out of this world. And he takes every penny that comes in goes out. Every penny. There's no uh, there's no fees for anybody. There's no administration fees, anything. He pays it. He, he's, a, he's a fabulous guy with that stuff. That's fabulous. good to hear. That's really good well, to hear. It, man, we get to know you a little better each time, John Davidson. Yeah. Great having you this morning. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Have a J.D. Great one. Bye. Bye-bye. From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home. Locally owned, headquartered, and staffed for nearly 75 years. SearsHeatingandCooling.com. Sunshine today in a high 61. Clouds, chance of showers, possible thunderstorms overnight tonight, low 43. Showers, a possible thunderstorm for your Thursday in a high 61. It is 37 right now. QFN 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic still working this accident. Right berm 71 South at 11 Avenue. Traffic is starting to recover a little bit from Morris Road down to Hudson. Everything else is looking good. And that's traffic. Torg and Elliot, QFM 96. We have a pair of GA Oh, passes. we got a pair, all right. Wow. You, you, people always say, Dan, that Torg's got a pair. Got a My pair wife has them today. It's, uh, it's Wednesday. She keeps them on Wednesday. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Kissing me for the weekend. Let's just say Torg rank shorts. Just be careful where you're sitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. wonder if that's a defect or not, or... What the deal I think they is just there. get stretchy over time. That's all. Yeah, but I yeah. had that problem in high school too. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we we showered after sporting events too back then. So. Yeah. <laughs> and just getting a. Let's just move on, shall we? Yeah, I thought it was weird when the gym teacher said, Torgerson, you're all knees. <laughs> you're all knees. <laughs> like, a, like a couple of Kiwis wrapped in silly putty. Uh, <laughs> use ace bandages <laughs> over my underwear to strap them Our in there. Elbows below your... I don't know. All right, we got a pair of weekend GA passes the Bourbon Beyond at Highland Festival Grounds in Kentucky, September 9th through the 22nd. Get your info and passes now at bourbonandbeyond.com. Neil Young, The Wallflowers, Dave Matthews Band. I mean, any type of music, huge artists, and you get a weekend pass. Call their number 9821-9696. If you answer this question correctly, we just had John Davidson on. He mentioned he had dinner in L.A. with A. Wayne Gretzky, B. Erica Branson, C. Jeff Rimmer. John okay. Davidson, just on with the set he had, just had dinner. Wayne Gretzky, Erica Branson, Jeff Rimmer. Call in number 9, 821-9696. QFM 96, Torg and Elliott. All right, we are 
Going to get to some rock things today. And a few other things. On this date, Jerry, a couple things. Uh, we'll go nearest or closest first. 2019, Robert Kraft, Boxing the Clown. Or not Boxing the Clown. Was she Boxing the Clown? Yeah, I don't think there was any shame Robin in that. Other than he's a, a married guy, isn't he? Married? No, no, his wife died. Place, well, his wife it? died. Yeah, yeah, his wife died. He yeah, wanted... There was no crime there. 75 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the going rate. If you wanted He's to know, thrifty that guy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. And happy twentieth anniversary to Real Time with Bill Maher, which debuted in. He's been oh, on twenty one. I'm sorry, twenty one years. Twenty one years for Bill Maher at HBO. Yeah, he's had a nice run. It's a nice run. Not uh, Greg Gumbel like. Oh, in real sports? Oh, he's been on HBO for yes. 35 years, I think. Yeah. Since the beginning, I believe, right? Or close to the beginning. To run out of heartfelt stories if you're Bryant Gumbel. Yeah, and you know, that's uh, Greg Gumbel, isn't it? It's not no, Bryant. Bryant. Bryant does real sports. Greg is the CBS announcer. Oh. It's Bryant. Too. Oh, too many Gumbels. Bryant, yes. Yeah, did you know Greg? That's a toupee? I did not know that. I didn't know that no. either. I had no idea. And Bill Maher, was he on HBO at the same time as Dennis Miller? I think so. Oh, really? Wasn't it 2003 or did Dennis Miller just end? Because I know he had the Tears for Fears open, the Everybody Wants to Rule the World. That was Dennis Miller's open, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, well, he had a different, he used a lot of music. Yeah. I used to watch Dennis Miller. He was, uh, Dennis Miller, when Norm MacDonald was the guest, was can't miss. Oh, yeah. Cannot miss television. Absolutely. Yeah. Some rock notes today. You like director Sam Mendez? I do, but I don't know really who he is, but I think this is a brilliant idea. Didn't he do the Spider-Man? I know he did. I, think he, did which, uh, I think he did do one. The original one. Oh, um, I don't know. With Tobey Maguire? Okay, probably. He did American Beauty, Skyfall. Yes. Well, he is Skyfall, doing... Skyfall, that's where I know him from. Yep, he is doing, he's been Oscar nominated. He is doing four separate Beatles biopics. For John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr. Each movie will tell the band's experience from their point of view all the way up until their breakup. I think that's a great idea. I do as well. Yeah. I think it's a really good Four movie. separate movies, one for each Beatle. Yeah. I love it. That the was Ringo kind of... won't do much box office, but <laughs> the other three should. That was actually done with the Rolling Stones. Each member of the Rolling Stones got their own biography, and I watched all of them. Even Brian Jones? Uh, yes, even oh. Brian Jones. Yeah. You watch a lot of rock documentaries. You really do. That, well, it's, it's, it's a good of, way to learn. And it's it's kind of our thing now. It's like, you know what? Movies over and over again. It's kind of hit or and miss. There's, plus, there's not a lot to and watch. And there's not a lot to yeah. watch right now. So you yeah. know what? Scroll through. Alexa, find me a rock documentary and boot. show up. Send me that, Rolling yeah, Stones. Yeah. I read a couple books on them. Yeah, this uh, it was pretty good. And they're not that long. They're like 45 minutes each. Oh, okay. You know, do you remember the VH1s behind the music? Oh, God, uh, yeah. yeah. Those were right, great because right. they did a lot of rock artists. You can yeah, find yeah. those now streaming. You can watch them all again. Yeah, you didn't even realize how much Sticks hated Dennis D. Young. <laughs> how, much, how much dysfunction there was in yeah, every single band. There really was. Uh, Mick Mars came out in an interview. Fans were hoping for a peaceful, peaceful reunion. Uh, McMars says, no way. Impossible. Get the F out. Past impossible, he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, did, he didn't say too much, but he did confirm that retirement from touring with the band wasn't the same as resigning. So did they come up with a settlement? That's why he didn't. Mm. He did sue. The, they, you know what? I think there was some kind of settlement. 
where because they said he was very guarded in what he said, cautious. Because maybe he's got a... Yeah, there might be something... Yeah, yeah, right, right. I'm sure there's a non-disclosure Did, type thing. Do you remember the story with poor Mike Anthony and Van Halen? And I believe this is 100% true, I, but, but what happened was is when the original four broke up, they had all the writing rights, right? All four of them were going like, to kind of like get credit. And then at some point along the way, the Van Halen boys figured, so it's a quarter of every dollar to each band member. Of the original four, okay, right? Okay, yep, yep. And at some point, I think the band just quit paying Mike Anthony. And then Mike Anthony had to sue for royalties to get his money back. Ugh. And just because they figured, all right, yeah, Mike Anthony, they always right. crapped on him. That yeah, seems they to be did. the biggest beef with so many bands that, that to do this. Well, where, that's because the money's in the public. Of course. Yeah, yeah. And how good was he on the backing vocals, Mike Anthony? Well, that's oh, yeah. what made Van Halen. Oh, well, yeah. No one realized how much he was giving to the to the, uh, to the vocals. Were you surprised that this Alex Van Halen biography, I mean, does that, does anyone? Was his brother. Yeah, uh, but so what? I mean. Is he going to spill the tea? If he doesn't, who cares? The diehards will buy it, but boy, I don't know. That's kind of a vanity project, don't you think? I still have Dorsey's copy of the book the manager wrote, and it's really good. I'm I'm slow reading it. Alex should call his book, Hey, I was in the band, too. <laughs> <laughs> the other Van Halen. Hey, I was in the other Van Halen. The other, Halen. other Van yes. Halen. Yeah, because yes. Woofy. So the other, other Woofy, Van Halen. Yes. yes. Uh, and finally, how about this? This is cool. ACDC turned 50 this year. Part of the celebration, they're releasing the ACDC 50. It's a massive 9LP collection on gold vinyl. Uh, high voltage, dirty deeds done dirt cheap, highway to hell, back in black, some of them. You can purchase the set individually or as a bundle, $239, March 15th. Yeah, their first show, I mean, they're celebrating 50 years, but their very first show as ACDC was... New Year's Eve, nineteen seventy-three. Gold vinyl—that'd be cool. It's also got pull-out posters. This is their last hurrah. I don't think so. I think it is. Fifty years. This tour. Will they make it back to the states? Because the tour is only in the UK right now. You just read about. I mean, I I think they're. And Brian was iffy on vocals for this tour. I believe they. No, that was the last one. Was it? It was the last one, not this one. Because Axel replaced him. It was the hearing. No, it was the hearing, not his. Or the parts. hearing, yeah. Yeah, because uh, did he tell us when we interviewed him it was like from auto racing or something? Yeah. Well, the loud, well and I'm yes. sure <laughs> rock yeah. and roll didn't help, but. I think he said if it was from the race cars, though. Well, I hope we get a leg of that. Uh, I would that I would tour. drive for that. Yeah, I would drive to Indianapolis. I would go out of town for There's that. Six, yeah. I'd even drive to Cleveland. Six dates. <laughs> six dates in the UK for ACDC for this new tour that's coming up. If I was rich, I'd fly. Power no, up. it was more than that. There was more than no, six, no, I believe. Uh, the European tour? No. I uh, swear I saw a dozen, 15. Google, Christy. It starts uh, May the 17th. First tour oh, in I was, years. I was looking, and is that in Europe? Yes, it's in the UK. I don't have the dates, oh, though, the in UK, the story. Yeah, right. I would, if I was rich, I'd fly to go see ACDC, knowing that, well, I know for sure they're going to be there. Look at Aerosmith. What yeah, are they there's a lot. It? There's France, Dublin, Belgium. Yeah. There's like, yeah. I mean, it's like 15, 18 or something. Yeah, like it's that. pretty big. Yeah, yeah. Because wouldn't you go so out there? So we wouldn't get them to probably early 25 then? Probably because the last or date the they summer? have right now. No, because they're still in Dublin, Ireland in yeah, August, yeah. late August. Take a trip to Dublin. Starts in May, ends in August. Dublin, Ireland. With my people. 
Yes. We can st- we can still get insulted and got not get offended. a lot of dates offended. in Germany. And then we could go up to Scotland to my people. You'd have you your go. people, I'd have mine. We could see my family crests up there in this town. Yeah. Like legit. Yeah. I'd go to Germany to see my relatives. There you go. Like that. I don't know if us three could tour across country. With no, that, that might be. There <laughs> yeah. might be issues. Yeah, there might be. <laughs> I told you that's always a Christy, dream. Christy, you're I driving. Oh, well, of course I'm, I'm not driving. driving. Oh, I, dude, I'm, you don't want. I'm driving. You don't want me a passenger. I'll. Freak yeah, that's out. true too. Yeah, yeah. On the other side of the road, no less. Uh, Turn, have you put, ever had to we're drive? We're you in the trunk. No. On the other side. No. Yeah, but it's, it's not so bad if you're in. How do I word this? If if you're in a an American vehicle. Steering wheel on the left, it's not so bad. But if you're the steering wheels on the right in, and you're on driving the right, on the left, and you're driving on the left, oh no, yeah, your left, your, your right turn is now a left turn as far as cutting across. It's and then whenever you're doing it, you're on vacation, so you're probably Have you got it? buzzed. Oh yeah, many times oh. you get okay after a couple of days, but it's it's yeah, it's you mess got, with your head. It, it kind of does because you forget. Christy, you would crush Jimmy with your backseat driving. You forget. <laughs> yeah. You would, I, you would I, hurt his soul. I already told you that I I know. I, I know. I'm a backseat driver. I fully admit it. Oh, man. And then he hilarious. does stuff just to piss me off. <laughs> well, yeah, we all do, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so tomorrow uh, we have the Donald. We have a special guest and how you could give back to the community and more bourbon and beyond. Passes. All Christy, right. what do you and got it'll today? be a Thursday already. Yeah. Already. A Marcus. Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> Marcus, hey, tomorrow is National Chili Day, by the way, too. Mm-mm-mm. Marcus King uh, coming to Kemba Live on September the 17th, and I will have your tickets in the 2 o'clock hour. Iconic Nooners, the cover of this album was a really hard sell in the Bible Belt back in the day in 96 minutes. Nonstop iconic rock on the way.